This is the Radio Ronin Show on podbash.com. Hey, welcome to the show. Radio Ronin is officially underway for another week. Woo! Yeah! I hope everybody's as, as excited about this as I am every single week. I look forward to it all week long. I am. Me, Are me you too. good? I said that with a question mark. I am. I, I am. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, everybody. I'm Chunga. Welcome. Uh, with me, as always, the lovely, the talented Mr. Kenny D is right I there. I am. Right? That was more commanding. No, no, no that was better. No, okay. that was that was it was Palpatine esque. Yeah, and right there, the I great like Spinari Hello. is right there. Uh, thank you so much for being uh, being here to check out another one of our fine shows. Before we get the show underway here, I really do think we should probably take a minute and dedicate this show. This show that is happening the last week of August 2017 to our wonderful goblins in Texas. Absolutely. Uh, You know who the toughest people on the planet are? The toughest SOBs on the planet, Texans, without a doubt. Right? I love Texas. I could could move to Texas tomorrow and be very, very happy. It's one of my favorite states in the union. I really really think this is what the country needed because in the past couple weeks, we've seen people just basically destroy each other. Oh yeah, and characters just being—you know—things things are bad. Let's just say. Oh that. sure, there's yeah. so sure. much disagreement sure. in the nation, and then all of a sudden, Texas comes and saves itself once again. Yes, <laughs> as always. Uh, I, I, you know, Texas uh, Texans. Jeez, oh, man, some of my favorite people on the planet are Texans. So uh, I know for a fact we we watch all of the states where we have the most listeners, and Texas is one of our most popular states in in the country. In fact, I think it's number three. Okay, we have lots and lots of people in Texas in yeah. uh, in Austin and Dallas and San Antonio and Corpus Christi and Galveston and of course in Houston. So uh, much love, all the prayers. We've been thinking about you guys. If you're in Texas and you need the goblins to come run and you let us know. And uh, we'll get you anything we we can possibly get you. So uh, nothing but love there to Texas. And, you know, um, part of me is like, listen, you know, hang in there, hang in there. But Texans are so damn tough. I know these guys aren't going to break. I know these guys Mm -hmm. aren't even going to bend. These guys are so badass. And I know in a couple of weeks, they're going to be just like, this ain't rain. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like <laughs> I can't even, yeah. I feel like I can't even be like, we're praying for you. Because I'll be like, yeah, yeah, keep your prayers. We're gonna, like, we yeah, whatever, man. We got this. We're Texans, right? Yeah. So it's just, you know, we're thinking about you. If you need anything, let us know. I know you guys got this, but you know, much love to uh, to all of our friends in Texas. We we love you guys so much. Absolutely. So you know, we got the show underway here. I've you know, in our official Texas episode, I've got my. Oh, I got great. My, yeah. Uh, again? I am, I am prepared this week. You mean that that wasn't just a one-off thing like Dude, last is, week? No, I've turned over a new leaf or a new page, oh, as it were. No. Oh, no. Yeah. This is, <laughs> it's bad. Except I'm, no, I'm not calling it my notebook anymore. Oh, good. Because that's just, that's just wuss. Okay. It's my set list. <laughs> oh, that makes it way better. <laughs> I'm calling it my set list, friends. Here okay. we go. People are... I could, I could, I could tear off... I could, Tear off a page of this, and I could sell it on eBay, just like you know, like somebody trying to get a Metallica set list off the stage floor. This is my set list. Except for that one would be like Kenny's VHS tapes. That would be one of the bullet points. You know, back in the days of the end, people would actually you know come to me and they would say, "Hey, can you grab you know can you grab the set list from from Foo Fighters? Can you grab the Foo Fighters set list right. for me? Can mm-hmm. you grab the uh, you know the Coldplay set list? 
Like, who wants a hey, Coldplay, Coldplay set last No, it happened. Uh, it happened. Okay. It's like Fix You times three. <laughs> oh, you're doing three versions of Viva Fix You. Viva La Vida Loca. <laughs> so, yeah. I- anyway, uh, that's uh, that's uh, this is my, my set list. I'm prepared. Okay, so show. what are we supposed to talk about today, sir? Let me see. <laughs> it's so official. Love to Texas. <laughs> Okay, you can check that one off. <laughs> we did that. Give me, give me a sec. I have to. <laughs> love to love to Texas. <laughs> check. Right. Oh, thanks. Wait, did you put the cat back on? I think yes. feel like we're gonna need that throughout the show. Well, the, I'm ready. I'm here. <laughs> so what else? So are we gonna announce what we're talking about during the show, or are we just gonna cover? Actually, it you as, know what? We should. We should go yes. over the entire thing and let everybody know. Sneak so, preview, if you will. Yeah. Number one, love to Texas. <laughs> And then uh, we're, can we well, call this episode "Love to Texas"? Well, here's the thing: we we've got we have a whole bunch of stuff that we want to cover. Uh, I got some new nephews that I'm going to give a shout out to here in a little bit. I got some I got some brand new nephews, okay, who insist on calling me Uncle Chunga, so I'm going to give them some love right. a little bit later. Nice. So I'm really excited about that. Uh, it, we're having a really really bad year for movies. Yeah, and oh, absolutely. In fact, one of the worst of all time. Yep. So we're going to talk about that a little bit later on in the show. Uh, Kenny's uh, evil ex-wife um, has <laughs> caused all kinds of problems. Don't put this in the show notes. We don't want her to listen. Set, set list. Oh, oh. <laughs> set list. Don't put this in the set list. Uh, Kenny's mean to his kids. <laughs> so we're going to talk about that. I feel like you're rephrasing a lot of what I'm going to say. Uh, the goblins are mean to Chunga. Yep. Uh, uh, yeah. For something Chunga yeah. didn't even say. Mm-hmm. A-holes. It's Kenny. <laughs> so we're going to talk about that. And then... Uh, you know this is meant to be a tease, right? You're not supposed to give it all up. Remember a couple of months ago when we were talking about a massive scandal that was... This was a couple of months ago we broke this. Yeah. And we said, mm, give it a month or two. And this is going to be all over the news. Well, today... Going down. Today, kaboom. It all blew up. It, it's starting to blow up today. I want you guys to remember, okay... Did CNN do this first? No. No. Thank you, Kenny. Yeah. You're welcome. Well, good job, dude. Did Fox 13 do this first? Maybe. No. no, no. no. I mean, no. no, they did not. No. No. Fox News, did they do it first? You just said them. I said Fox 13. Local. Oh, okay. Local. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. No, not no. that either. Hold on one sec. Should not have made it local. <laughs> okay. So, what about... Uh, what about KSL? Did KSL break it first? Just no, they didn't. Then today, it kind of exploded today on KSL. Yes. Yeah. We'll talk about it here in a sec, yeah. but they didn't break it first. No siree. Exclusive on Podbash. No cerritos. We, uh, we're we going to talk about that here in a sec, but but first... Um, Can you just talk yeah. about more news stations, though, real quick? Okay. What about uh, my buddies at Channel 4, who I love? No, come on. Nope. No, Rick Aaron? Not. Love Rick Aaron. <laughs> they did they do it? No. No, we all Kim know Fisher? they Kim Fisher? Love Kim Fisher. No. <laughs> I mean, she's great, but they didn't they didn't break it. Goblins did it. Yeah, we did. Right here on the Radio Ronin show. We broke it first. And we're going to talk yep. about that here in a sec. But yep. uh, I'm really excited because we just came from a, it's rare that the three of us ever go see a movie together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen. We talk about them all the time, but it, it's rare yep. that we can actually have the time to make it happen. Yeah, I, I think the last movie we all saw together was The Force Awakens. 
nearly two years ago. Oh, I think wow. it was The Force Awakens. Yes. Oh, man. That yeah. was the last movie we all saw together. Jeez. That's crazy. Uh, so, yeah, a long time. Yeah, two years ago. Yeah. My goodness. So, uh, Kenny, basically, he insisted because I was so You can excited. say beg. Okay. Well, you... Um, you can say beg. Kenny, <laughs> I would say outside... Well, it's and it's a pretty close third, but I would say outside of, of Spinari and Shannon... Kenny knows me better than anybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, it, it's really true. I'd say Kenny and Tim. And um, Kenny basically said, okay, look, enough. I'm taking you to see Dunkirk. You have to go see this in the theaters. It was about time. Because yeah. you wrote a World War II script. You were so excited about this, and you hate going to movies because of all of the a-holes yeah. that are in movie theaters. I don't go to movies very often because I'm immediately annoyed when I go And in. look, I mean, it's been in theaters over a month, and it's still playing in IMAX. Like, that is a good opportunity to go see this movie before it runs. So we did yeah. We did a little check. We did a little check. We're like, okay, it's a Tuesday Anybody who who does not live in a trailer knows you avoid $5 Tuesday at all costs yes. because it's just lousy with the unkempt and the ill-mannered, you know? <laughs> True story. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so we looked on the computer and was like, oh my gosh, it's an IMAX. It's only five bucks and there's nobody in the theater. Yep. We not got a this single all person. to ourselves. Yeah. So we run to the Megaplex. We run, we don't walk to the Megaplex and we're all excited. And we get into the theater, and we were all settled in. And was like, yeah, this is going to be the best thing ever. And uh, what happened? Um, well, as we're sitting there, uh, Kenny decided he had to give me the bro zone, of course, which yeah. I was really, really just, pissed which about. Is terrible. Which is terrible. And then, terrible. oh, come of course, on. as we sit down. We had the whole, the whole theater. I needed the bro zone. Yeah. And as we're sitting down, then there's a ton of noisy teenage Like, like noise. Like, there's no, you can hear you it can underneath hear, like, this. Underneath Underneath, yeah. the all laughing like girls and yeah, and uh, giggling guess, guess little hyenas. To, you know, guess where they decide to sit? They in come, the entire theater. They come pushing each other up the stairs. Mm-hmm. First of all, like right as we we're, the movie's about to start, and they're pushing each other up the stairs and they're giggling. Keep in mind, this is an empty IMAX. Yeah, empty. It's and they, just us. They come running all the way up the stairs to our row, and they come pushing and shoving and giggling all the way almost to Kenny. Yep, about five feet from me. Uh huh. And I'm, I was instantly livid. So I said, you know, it was like, oh, 14 and 15 year old kids. shut up. And then all of a sudden you say. (laughs) I was such a dick. (laughs) But listen, I had to be. Oh, I've got new nephews listening. I was such a meanie. Yeah, you were such a meanie. Um, Meanie head. I was such a meanie. Uh, they came, they came strolling in on the aisles and I turned and I leaned forward (laughs) and I went, oh, hell no. Yeah. Like Will Smith. (laughs) Like, oh, Hell no! Woo! It was it was it was so loud. Yeah, it was, it was loud. The whole theater, the whole empty theater, could hear it because I said it's so loud, and the kids just stopped. Yeah, they were like, "Who's he talking about?" Us? Us? Wow, that was rude. It was rude. And then they climbed over the seats to sit behind us. Yeah, and wouldn't shut up. And so I was like, "Oh no!" And then two more people. Uh-huh. Come walking in, and then three more people, and then four more people, until there's roughly 20 people in the theater, and they're all sitting right next to us. Keep in mind, this is like a 500 this, seat IMAX. Oh, yeah, this yeah. guy and his date walked right in front of our row and sat, and my feet were like up on the chair, and I'm thinking, yeah, there's an Out entire of all IMAX of the places. theater mm-hmm. sit right in front of me. And then I said, you know what? I don't want these punk teenagers behind us to ruin the movie. And they just took my foot rest. And I said, yep. I said, uh, Spinari, um, 
and I look over at you, Chunkin, and you're mm-hmm. like, can we go? I'm just like, <laughs> Sorry, I'm just it. like seething at this point, ready to just like, I, I can't go to jail today. I can't <laughs> Not go to today. jail. <laughs> Tomorrow, I maybe. I can't go to Not jail today. today. I can't go to jail for beating up two, a bunch of Peckerwood white boys in yeah. South Jordan. You know, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. And and so Kenny's like, well, we're moving. Get up. So Shannon, Spinari, and you, all, we all get up and we move to a different area. And everybody looks at us like, oh, the nerve. Yeah, yeah. I the nerve we want to enjoy our movie theater experience. And Kenny just leans over to me and goes, I f- hate people. <laughs> <laughs> Full on drop the F-bomb. I f- hate people. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm with you. I'm with you. And, and, and I applaud you, sir, because I was just like, okay, if I'm just a jerk for a couple of minutes... Uh, they're going to be quiet. You know, they're they going to know... been quiet too because I think they were. They had the fear of Chunga placed into them. They, they knew that I just was not going to tolerate any of their but crap. But I wasn't mm-hmm. willing to risk it. Yeah, I know. And and I have been known from time to time to stand up, dump popcorn on people, throw my drinks on people yep. if they don't yep. behave in a movie theater. I'm like, I if you're going to ruin my movie experience, especially for a movie like this. Uh, it, Deadly if, serious. If I don't beat the piss out of you, it's consider yourself lucky yeah. if you ruin a movie-going experience. Especially because next to Star Wars, this was the one film I wanted to see. And I had actually told myself, I'm like, look, if, if, I, if I go see it in a theater, it's going to be ruined by a, a bunch of ill-mannered kids that are away from mommy and daddy for the first time, or a bunch of Samoans drying their socks off on chairs, which is true what happened. Story. Filming which is a story. true story. A bunch of pollies with kids with poopy diapers, and they've got their wet clothes drying on chairs. So I was like, no, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. I'm absolutely not going to do it. I'll just wait and I'll just watch it on my flat screen or you know whatever you call them now. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, but but Kenny made me go, and I'm so glad you did because we just got up, we moved to a different part of the theater, and it was phenomenal, and it was so loud, it and it was. So loud. I can I just tell you, I yeah. think oh Dunkirk. I think Dunkirk may be one of the best movies I've ever seen. Wow, easily one of the top. I would say five or six movies, easily in the top 10, but maybe in the top five movies I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. So not just really good. Not just one of the best war movies. No, no, no. It it was, it was brilliant. I mean, all the way brilliant, confusing, loud, Mm -hmm. tense, very scary. It broke every rule. Yes. It broke every single rule that you should have in a, in a normal movie, mm-hmm. which I couldn't get enough of. That was so cool. Christopher Nolan is a genius. If you he haven't yeah. seen Dunkirk, go see it. It's PG-13, hence the Peckerwoods that came to see it with us. <laughs> right. Uh, it's PG-13, which means you can you can take the kids to go see it. Yeah. I mean, people um, die a lot in this movie. Well, You're not seeing any blood, though. You don't see... I don't even think... I think you might see like one little drip of blood. Yeah. The entire movie, and you still feel all the trauma and all the stress yep. and all the anxiety. Uh, it's just brilliant. I am so excited you guys got to see that movie, dude. Thank you for taking thank us. Thank you, Kenny D, for yeah. taking us. Thank yeah. you we so much. That. And you can see why I warned people a little bit against this movie, just kind of going, know what you're in for. Oh yeah, this is a different experience. Oh yeah, and it, I think it was it was something. And honestly, else. I've just heard positive feedback um, from people being like, "Nah, you kind of overwarned." And I'm like, "Okay, good." I think good. I think you did. I think you did overwarn. Yeah. Um, Shannon is not into these kind of artistic films like mm-hmm. I am. Right. Uh, this was film noir. I mean, you weren't kidding. The way they filmed this, it was like 1940s uh, film noir. Yes. 
uh, the way this was put together. And it did not hold your hand at all. Nope. To the point where even I was kind of, you know, somebody who loves these kind of art farty movies and can follow pretty easily. I was like, wait a minute, why is it dark in one in one scene and why is it light in yep. another scene? Mm -hmm. They're playing all of these stories out of sequence. All of these, it's bouncing around on its own and they're not explaining anything. Nope. And it's awesome. I, I I can't wait to watch it again. I'm going to own yeah. it. I'm going to watch it over and over. I was it's just fantastic. as tense this time as I was last time. Oh, were you really? Knowing what would happen. Is this the second time you've seen yeah, it? Yeah, only second. I hmm. kind of thought I was sitting there watching that and I was like, has Kenny seen this like seven times? Yeah, I just bet he's two. seen it like seven times. Do you know why? Because I had such a stress headache from that first time. And I love the movie. I think it's perfect. I had a stress headache when I was sitting in the theater. But then I was like, I was sitting down. I'm like, I'm ready to do this again. Because it's a movie you may only need to see once. Because of everything that's happening, and it's not all that complex in yeah, terms uh -huh. of storytelling. Yeah, I can see that. But as far as like the visuals you're seeing, I feel I felt like I was like eavesdropping in a way on the death of these young men. Yeah, and it was almost like, uh, like yeah, this is well, real. You, you know, it they seemed put real. you they 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 put you in the role of one of the soldiers there with them. Yes. Uh, it's not like you're watching a story. It's as though you're there and you're one of the one of the kids. You know, they're stuck on the beach. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, if you haven't seen it yet, go see it. It was so powerful and it was so incredible, and the sound was so good. Not even the South Jordan Peckerwood White Boys could even. I mean, they were stone cold silent the yeah. entire movie, or we just which, couldn't hear them, or we just right. we couldn't hear them, which <laughs> yeah. was even better. So, South Jordan Peckerwoods is that like a school? Uh, is that like a school mascot? It should be, my friends. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Uh, Okay, so let me hold on one sec. Hold on. Okay. Wait, wait, wait what wait, are you doing? Wait. What's going on? Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh. oh, he took off the cap. Yep. Dunkirk screening <laughs> slash assholes. <laughs> they're, no, no. Peckerwood, they're kids. Uh, pe pe sorry, pe Peckerwood. <laughs> so, <laughs> let me make a, can I make a note. Okay, got it. Uh, I, I, I love, love the set list. I love that so much. <laughs> set list. Anybody want this? Anybody want this? I'll, eBay. I'll take Five oh, bucks. Crap. <laughs> so, uh, okay, here's the thing. Uh, we, we broke a story a couple of weeks ago. Well, it was, why was why, about it six was, weeks was, ago? Was it that long ago? It, it wasn't was that long ago. I, I think, yeah, it was just over a month. It was about a month ago? Just over a month. I think it was probably just five, over a month five ago. weeks ago. We said about a month ago, Spinari, Kenny, and I said, uh, yeah, it was about that long ago. We mm -hmm. said, hey, look, in the next little bit, a major scandal is going to watch the news because we have it on extremely good authority that there is widespread corruption at the city level that the mayor, Jackie Biskupski of Salt Lake City, and her cronies are up to something. They are leveraging the homeless population to uh, to kind of fill their coffers at uh, with state money. You covered it. That's it. I mean, I mean that's really yeah. it, right? I, I basically said, look, the city is bilking the state, and they're using the homeless people to do it. Yes. They don't want the homeless to go away. They want the homeless population there. They want everything scary and bad because what they're doing is they are just sucking money. They're just sucking on the state teat trying to get as much money as they can uh, because of the homeless population. Yep. Uh, Jackie Biscupsi is under a lot of fire. She's taken a lot of heat because of the whole ill-planned moving the homeless shelters to a bunch of different areas. Yeah. And, uh, and proved to herself that she is, on a wholesale level, incompetent and unworthy of the office. Should not be in the office. Has nothing to do with her sexual orientation. It has nothing to do with her awful hair. It has absolutely nothing to do with the fact that a bunch of ultra left-wing people wanted to put a lesbian in office and they didn't stop to think, is she qualified? Because the answer is 
No. Do I care she's a lesbian? No. Do I care about her hair? No. The only thing I care about is, is she good for the city? And if she was lesbian, gay, green, yellow, black, white, I don't care. I would have voted for her. I don't care. I don't care what her sexual orientation is. I mean, not at all. I'm actually a fairly liberal guy with regard to that. Uh, but but she's ruining the city I, like, I feel all like, the way. I feel like we all understand that on a federal level, there's corruption, right? But I think there's corruption at every yeah. level. Sure, but like y- you would hope that on your local level, the corruption would not be as seen. And I, I'd hate to just slander her. Is that slander? Uh, libel would be in print? Mm, no, because we have this on really, really good authority that she's doing this, and it just broke on the or news just, today. Or you know, a pawn of it. So it was Greg Hughes, yeah. actually. They called into KSL this morning. Right. And right. Greg Hughes, who, who's a speaker, yeah. he, he was blasting her, basically. They're, they're closing Rio, Rio Grande This Street. is all part of Operation Rio Grande. Yes. That was yeah. the first phase, and we said last week, you'll remember, we're like, huh? Uh, remember, yeah. remember what we told you. Just wait. We have very high-ranking government officials at the state level, and I mean really high-ranking people, like all the way up, high-ranking people saying, "Yeah, well, we're doing this and we're doing this and we're doing this." I don't want to give away things, but we're watching people at the city level. Yes, we're watching the mayor. We're watching all these different people, and they're all basically using, they're leveraging the homeless population to make money. Yeah. And we're going to blow it up very, very soon. Right, to, to save and, their budget and to save their butts. Yeah, so today, uh, Utah Speaker of the House, Greg Hughes, who keeps his office, uh, which is, I think, an old police substation. Oh, is it? Okay. At the gateway. It actually faces the homeless shelter. He went off on KSL with our, with our good friend, Doug Wright. Uh, and Doug, you know, was there with his Lynn Wilson burrito, uh, <laughs> talking to Greg Hughes and kaboom, here came the bombshell. In fact, do you have some of the transcripts? Yeah, some, okay. some of the quotes uh, Hughes okay. said is, I'm just going to be blunt. And this is brutal. She was leveraging the closure on that area. Uh, sorry, of that area on the budget numbers and what the city would be expected to pay. Okay, now this is the the Utah Speaker of the House, uh, Hughes, Greg Hughes. Yes. And he is saying that they are trying to, as part of Operation Rio Grande, and if you're outside of the state of Utah, just bear with us. We've got a, a huge national audience. There's probably similar things happening in in cities around you, especially well, in L.A. and in, in Las Vegas and where we have a lot of It's interesting because this Operation Rio Grande isn't um, directly about the homeless, but it, it directly affects them. It is about drug dealers. It's about mm-hmm. trying to get the cartels, which have made their way um, they're made their way up from Mexico. The cartels have started to really, really cause problems in Salt Lake. Yes. And... There's a district in downtown Salt Lake that's by a train station. It's an old Rio Grande train mm-hmm. station, and it's actually really beautiful, and the whole area is really pretty. And there's a bunch of high-end restaurants and stuff around there. Right. But this is where the homeless people have decided to settle, by the Gateway Mall, the Rio Grande Depot, and all these restaurant areas, and Pioneer Park, which is right across the street from the Gateway. They've all just settled in this area. We work dangerously close to really this close. area. Like a block. So, yeah, I'd say block. Yeah, so she actually wouldn't get on the air with him, to, with Hughes, to defend herself. In fact, it was well, we need of, to we need to explain that they're shutting that area down. Yes. We haven't fact, said they're shutting the right. area down to, to get and declaring it a drug-free zone. Today was the day they were shutting it down. She she stopped it. So Hughes, she put a stop to it. Hughes said no. blew up because she's like, oh, all the service providers haven't come in and we need to take we care. We need to make sure it's done the right way. And she and said, look, it's going to be closed in a few weeks It's going to take us probably three weeks or yes. so to close this area down. And so she actually would not get on the air with Hughes. She waited till Hughes was off the air and then she talked to, to Doug. Yep. And, and she said like, 
she's she's left aghast by what he had to say. She's I am aghast at his accusation. And she said, in quote, and this sounds so legalese, not actively opposing anything. I'm not, not actively. actively. I'm kind of opposing. Oh my gosh. Um, and and basically what his accusations are is that she is keeping the Rio Grande area open and not declaring it a drug-free zone because she is getting more money from the state if she keeps well, that area open. Honestly, it, two weeks ago when the uh, this operation went went to plan, it was like kind of a shock and awe effort. Like yeah. one day, all of a sudden, boom, I started driving around the city. And generally when I get off the freeway exits, it's like, you know, there's always panhandlers and whatnot. Yep. Now there are signs saying it is illegal to hand money through your car to pedestrians. Yeah. They're yep. now saying it's illegal to hand money to, to pedestrians. And so Hughes is really, Which they, they're doing a very similar thing in Vegas right. and it's worked really, really well. And so Hughes, he's really trying to put the pressure on. And then he's, so he was, he's real pissed. And he said, the timing is critical here. We're going to lose ground to these drug cartels. They have not gone away. No, of course they've just gone to different areas of Salt Lake. And uh, and it's we've said this a hundred times on this show. Salt Lake is dangerous, and it's filthy, filthy, dirty. Yep. And it's really, really gone downhill. Not Salt Lake, the you know the surrounding areas. I'm talking about Salt Lake proper, the downtown area, uh, is really, really infested with bad people. Yeah. And they're dangerous, and they're crazy, and they're all hopped up on drugs. And there's not a day that goes by that I'm not hassled by some. You know, some turd walking down the street mm-hmm. that's high on something wanting money. It happens all the time. So anyway, so Greg Hughes is furious. He yes. goes on KSL and he's very blunt. And he's like, look, totally. the mayor is leveraging the homeless people to make money. And he just comes out and says it. Kaboom. The mayor is aghast. And she and so she goes on KSL and says, um, well, I'm, uh, you know, left aghast by this and um, the we'll, speaker we'll is there when we take care of it. We're, we're going to take care of it. It's just going to take some I'm time. I'm not stopping anything. We're it just was kind of a terrible explanation. Terrible didn't she say, explanation. I want to make sure I have the public support in this. Yeah. Which it's like, what? Everyone wants these people out of here. This is a danger to everyone in, in Salt Lake. And because the city is deciding this, the city actually has jurisdiction. Yeah. They will probably wait three weeks to close the street down. So now the speaker's Gosh. mad. Oh, yeah. More than mad. This is what I think happened. I think they knew full well she was going to do this. And I think they did it intentionally this way so that she would have no choice but to play her hand. Yeah. So they could then bust her. So uh, is she doing anything criminally wrong? Well, my sources, which I will never, ever reveal. Kenny knows who they are. Spinari knows who they are. Uh, Tim Hemingway is involved with this. Uh, I... I'll go to jail before I reveal these sources, seriously, Mm. because I don't want to hurt anybody's career. But the people that have been watching, uh, the people at the city level that have been doing this have said, this is full-blown corruption and we're going to try and put people in jail. We're just trying to figure out how we can do it. So this may be the first step to it. I I imagine it is. um, Keep watching the news, you know, just don't listen to KSL. <laughs> Go watch Fox. Go, you know. Actually, there's a there are people that I do like at KSL. Right. There's a, a lot of people that I don't. Doug and D, come on. Doug is Doug is a he's he's a great dude. Yeah, he's a good chap. 
So more to come on this. Yeah, we'll we'll we'll, we'll keep it's you kind updated. of been it's of kind of been our little like thing that we've been you know sticking on really. I yep. mean, we tend to forget about a lot of stuff we talk about on the show, but especially with us working right in downtown, we're we're a huge part of this. Yes. So seeing this actively happen and the knowing what they're actually doing behind the scenes yeah. is yeah. pretty infuriating. Well, so. we love your feedback on this. If you want to send us more feedback, uh, things that are happening with you, we we've got uh, one guy who is on the board for Pioneer Park who wants to go to lunch with us and. Uh, and he's, he, you know, I'm a little reluctant to go to lunch because he, I, he's kind of like, well, I really would like to hear what information you have. And I don't know that I, I want to be really careful about how I disseminate this information because I don't want to give away our source. And there might be well, some, he, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think he'd use it against us or anything like that. You don't think I, so? I, I would just hate to incriminate anyone further. Yeah. And well, just rope them in. Yeah, that's know. that. No, that's that's a very that's a very good mm-hmm. point. So, uh, anyway, if you have more feedback that you want to give us, please let us know. Uh, and speaking of feedback, thanks a lot, people. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> thanks <we> a <laughs> lot. <laughs> what's so, going on, Chungi? Well, you okay? What's what's the deal? Well, okay. Uh, here's the thing. First of all, we love your feedback, even if it's crazy. We we love it. We honestly love it. Even, we, we really we do. Want you, we want you to speak your mind, no matter how. Hey, uh, like out there it actually in the, is in the social media world world they call it engagement ah uh. <sighs> engagement <laughs> hold on it's a long word so with a j <laughs> it's like a soft j yeah <laughs> okay um, yes all right engagement so um yeah well here's the thing so we were talking kenny made a joke no. oh. everybody everybody thought it was me first everyone, of all thanks a lot you. it was actually kenny uh, throughout the history of us, when what? we were on the end, when we were on 101 on the end, uh, Kenny would regularly do things, hey, and I would catch all kinds of hell for it. that kind of stuff Even up. if I was on vacation. I was say, you were in California one time, and you got blamed for a lot of it. Guys. There with young Spinari. Yep. Guys, it's My cool. phone's blowing Guys, up. ancient what history. What did Kenny do? 911, 911, Kenny's out of his mind. Didn't I, the FCC comes and they want to charge you like $10,000 every time? Yep. Sorry. There was one about, I think there was uh, gay marriage was one of them. Uh, Black people was another one of them. No, it was. Uh, I think there was a Jew thing in there. Yeah, that's okay, though. I can say that kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. Uh, So anyway, one thing that I learned when we were doing the radio show on the end Mm -hmm. um, was there is people, people totally understand us. I think they get us that we're... We're making light of things. We're laughing. We're having yes. a good time, and no one is safe. We pick on ourselves more than anything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we make a lot of cultural jokes about what it's like living in Utah. Uh, we we do a lot of stuff. We we never mock somebody for their faith. Um, we'll tease Kenny for being a Jew. Yeah, uh, but it's always a cultural thing. It's never the actual doctrine, as right. is always the case. But we have found that we can make fun of pretty much everyone except. For cyclists. <laughs> there we go. All right, should we move on? Should we, you should we move make on? fun of a cyclist in this town, and you're going to have, and it's always the, the mo, it's the same MO every single time. Oh, yeah. These precious snowflake cyclists. Listen, these guys, everybody knows that cyclists have no sense of humor. Okay, if they did, there's no way they'd ever wear that shit. Ever. <laughs> they'd recognize. I look goofy. I'm taking this off and I'm finding another hobby. Okay? 
So should we move on? This is what no. The, so Kenny unleashes on cyclists last week. I was just a little annoyed. Wanting to murder cyclists. I didn't say that. I may have said push them off the Golden Gate Bridge. You made a joke. You made a joke, and it was a funny joke. Yeah, it was. Do. Yeah, it was actually very funny. And, but then it became a who's worse, runners or cyclists? Well, people all over the country got it. Except for like three housewives here. And it's the same MO every single time. It's the great same listeners. MO. Listen, it's the they are great listeners. Fantastic people. They're, but they're hypersensitive, humorless, middle-aged housewives. Every single time. For just for that. It's like three housewives every time we do this. We love you. I know people that have been run off the road. People are killed every day on their bikes. Maybe it's true. That's so not true. Go look at the stats. I challenge you. Go. People are not killed every day on bikes, first of all. That's dumb. Do your homework. Secondly, stats show that bikers are every bit as much responsible, if not more responsible, for their own demise than the vehicle. Oh, absolutely. Than the motorist. Yeah. A lot of it is people just driving illegally in the road, not paying attention. I've done my homework, so you can right. go check it out. Um, I, I so, just, look, I, I think that everyone needs to respect each other on the road, but... Look, a car is bigger. Well, if an accident happens, this is this was the, this was the point, Kenny. Okay. Yes. First of all, it all came at me. Oh yeah, <laughs> which was stupid. And you know it's going to come right back to you again, right? Oh, bring it. Yeah, bring it. I I've know. Been, listen, I know. I've been teasing. I've been making funny. You know, you little snowflakes for decades. Yeah. Um, I, I I actually quite enjoy watching you guys get all spun up and freaked out because it's like, how dare they make fun of us cyclists? We are special people. <laughs> I'll find you. I will find you. Chunga, Chunga, Chunga. No. That's what they're saying right now. That's not oh, me. Oh, that, oh, was, no, that wasn't me. No, I don't care. Uh, in truth, I rarely see a cyclist. And if I do, it's they're typically in the way. But it's just it's like once or twice a month. I actually don't see them very much, which is funny because I live in Daybreak. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. um, you know, there were, there were a couple of people like, I live in Daybreak. So... Like Daybreak's a cool place. Yeah, first of all, it it's it's an awesome place. In fact, I'm currently Wispin and I renting a house in Daybreak, but yep. we're building a new house in Daybreak. So uh, we're we're staying here. We like it so much. That's really cool. It's it is a cool, cool place, and I love uh, the lifestyle. And yes, I love the cyclists because the cyclists in Daybreak are actually very respectable. I've never had an issue with. And a you cyclist guys do in have Daybreak. narrow streets here as well. We've got mm -hmm. really narrow streets. Lots of roundabouts. Uh, we've got a lot of dog walkers, and we've got a lot of runners, and we've got a lot of cyclists, but they're usually, unless you're actually out on the lake walking around, that's the only time that the cyclists are just total tools. Because mm -hmm. they're like, on your left, and then it's like, and you're like, <laughs> I think I just pooped my pants. Yeah. <laughs> Did I get kidney punched by the handlebar? I think, I think I'm, you know... It's one of those things where it would be like in a spy movie. They're like, on your left, and then all of a sudden you've got like a poison dart in your neck, and you fall over. <laughs> Got their one little belt that they're ringing really they're crazy fast. at the lake, yeah. but they're not crazy on the roads. And and so for all the people that are just mad about this, like we're cyclists, we should be. Listen, I shoot guns every like every week. There's not a week that goes by that I'm not shooting yeah. guns. I go to a special place that's out of the way mm. where I am not a danger to myself or others. I'm only a danger to myself. That's it. Mm -hmm. When we go shoot these guns, and there's a reason for that because. We're considerate to the community, and shooting is very, very dangerous. Okay, well, cycling is very, very dangerous, not only to you but to motorists. And I just don't think you belong on the roads. I just don't. You can't go as fast as a car, 
and you're a risk to yourself. First and foremost, you're a risk to yourself and then you're a risk to everybody else. So if you're out doing your stuff and you're on the bike trails or you're in the bike lanes, because they have them all over here at daybreak, if you're in the bike lanes, knock yourself out. I'm, I'm oh, not, yeah. not really. I'm just, it's a figure of speech. <laughs> Careful. Like, Junkus said, knock me out. <laughs> Gosh, these guys are bitchy. Can I just tell you? Holy cow. Should we move on? Ask, ask Castle. Ask Castle. Castle knows. Castle's a cop. He knows people die every day. And then, and then of course, Castle gets on the Facebook. He's like, actually, I hate cyclists. They're a total pain in the ass. Thank you, Castle. I was like, yes! <laughs> what else are we going to talk about? <laughs> It's actually, well, I, I'm just saying, it's actually not right. the bikers. And and we do appreciate the feedback. And obviously, what I'm trying to do here with this, I'm trying well, to desensitize the cyclists. Right. Is what I'm trying to do. Actually, need much, to learn. much I mean, love. If you're, is, if you're a cyclist, good for you. Good for your hobby. I mean, in all honesty, uh, good for you. Actually, I think maybe the fact is, maybe it's been too long since we've ripped on anyone really on this show. Because we used to do this on the regular. Oh, uh, we rip every, on every everybody week. all the time. Every, every, like, we haven't ripped on we, cyclists We haven't really offended anyone well maybe we have that we didn't know about that no one told us about but we haven't purposely tried to offend anyone in a long time Listen, cyclists mm-hmm. it's all in good fun right it, it really is. it seriously is i wish you nothing but the best we wish you nothing but safety and pleasure doing your hobby in right. all seriousness i mean I, I i think it's a great thing that you're out and you're doing stuff and you're being active especially in a world where people don't do that as much anymore so right of course good on you just, just be you careful know, be careful and be considerate make fun of yourself sometimes and maybe you know somewhere when you're out in your adventures find yourself a f- sense of humor just saying <laughs> um it, it, because it really isn't the cyclist in in daybreak that annoys me the most right it, it really it's not the dog walkers it's the fact that every other house, I've got some pompous, self-righteous oh, no. Yahoo oh, no, posting their uh, little library in the front lawn. Can you tell me about this? What are oh, you talking about? Oh, my gosh. Oh, you haven't seen this. I'll drive. It's like, I, I don't know if it's a daybreak thing or what it is. We have like seven on our street. Again, I would love, we, we have, it, it's it's like 28 yeah. on our street. And we yeah. only have like nine houses. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three. I don't know what, it's wait, this wait. new thing. Little library? Have you not heard of this? New. It's one oh. of these cultural. It's a cult. It's one of these cultural things. Do you remember when I came? I came. I came back from uh, Boston mm-hmm. and walked into the district, and there was a store called Paisley Poppies, and there was a store called Oopsie Daisies, <laughs> and there was a store called like Little Rascals or something like that. And I was like, I'm out. See, ya. and I was like gone the <laughs> right. next day. That's no joke. No, that, that really that did is, happen. I'm like, I can't, I can't. I can't do it. I'm back. Yep. I'm going. So every once in a while, we have one of these ultra obnoxious, super pompous, pretentious, so sugary sweet BS kind of things. And the new thing is the little library. That's the new thing. Uh-huh. Haven't you seen these? No. I so what it is, seen these. Okay. is it goes in your front yard. Okay. And it goes in the front kind of lawn area by where, where your mailbox would be. Okay. And it looks like a birdhouse, but it's got like two doors. And on one side, there's two sides. And on one side, it's like, take a book. On the other side, it's leave a book. What? Uh-huh. Yeah. Hold it, on. It's, yeah. Oh, yeah. Can I go take a book from someone right now? And what book would be there? I think we should do a little library book burning where we just go take them all. <laughs> and then, no. And then burn them. <laughs> Guys. Let's do it. 
Let's go buy some crazy books. I will go buy. I will go to Costco uh-huh. right now and buy Fifty Shades of Grey, like thirty copies. <laughs> I will do this, and then I will give the re- remaining twenty nine a bunch of to Anne your Rand. neighbors. Maybe some L. Ron Hubbard <laughs> oh, books. My gosh, and I will like take Scientology, and I will take their miracle forgiveness, uh-huh. put it in my backpack, and I will give them a Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, or like a Playboy. No, they, yeah, yeah. Would a Playboy be okay? I don't know. It's probably I, don't I, I seriously, um, I don't get it. I don't know what this is. Hold on, hold on. Nobody ever comes down the street ever. Well, <laughs> that's the, who's like, taking these books? Are these for like joggers or, or cyclists who are coming know. by and they're like, oh, I wonder if they have the new, oh, it's Anne of Avonlea. You know, like maybe oh, I want to read that one. It's a wonderful day and I, I have yet to read some Anne Rind. Hmm, <laughs> I'll check a little library and see what I can't find, Okay. I can I go to your neighbors tonight? Would that be okay to take a book? I mean, there's one like ten I, feet away. Do I have away. to leave a book? Hold on. Got, no, we've got one across the street. Yep. If I take next door, do I have to leave like a book? We've got one three houses down. Yep. Okay. If you, I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll, like, if these were portable, I would walk your ass outside right now and show you where they're all at. <laughs> huh. It's bad. All these it little libraries, and they're all over Daybreak. There's like a hundred and fifty thousand of these libraries. Think about what they're doing to environment with all of that paper wastage, people, and germs. And germs. And germs. Like it, there's a reason yeah. I don't go to the library because every book there smells like urine. And because you know you find go a to the library in one page every book from the library. There's one book. Oh, gross. That's <laughs> every, gross. You know it's true. It's it's th- there's a couple of cultural oh, things. Speech <laughs> <laughs> uh, 237. There's book. a booger. Yep. It uh, always happens. It's like smeared in there. <laughs> nope, it's true. Wait, so are they hoping that people like say go to church and they're like, by the way, I borrowed Little Women the other day. I'm gonna go pick up some at the little library. And I'm then do you go get Little Women? Is this like a book club thing? I'm gonna go like, grab me a Hardy Boys. I don't really get it. I don't know. Neither I don't do know where this came from. But whoever this person is, seriously, should be imprisoned for crimes against humanity. <laughs> For that, the little library is the single most obnoxious thing. Remember, it's it's kind of like the family stickers on the back that everybody hates. Mm-hmm. So, oh yeah, it's it's like that level of yeah, I'm one of those people. I'm that pretentious and that pompous that I'm going to put a little library in front of my in front of my house so the children it's for the children mustn't harm the children so the children can exchange books. Nobody ever touches these damn things. It's I I don't I don't get it at all. I haven't seen a single one in use. Mein Kampf. Let's put Mein Kampf in oh, there. Oh my gosh. Let's put, uh, I you know, I, the Quran. Let's really freak them out and put Quran. Can we please do that? <laughs> and Fifty Shades of Grey. So they can come walking out there. <laughs> Let's <laughs> see if somebody. <laughs> whistle snip. Let's see if somebody left a book in the. Oh, oh, what is the Quran? What is the Quran? <laughs> What is this? Tides of Love? Is that Fabio? I don't know what this is. <laughs> Tides of Love is a great book, by the way. Is that Fabio? Yeah. <laughs> it's always Fabio. And if you're one of these people, listen, if you're one of these people and we're talking to you and you have a little library, what are you doing? Take that down. That's obnoxious. Yeah, Take that down. That's just silly. Just don't don't be that person. Please. People hate you. Take that down. Good heavens. I don't even know about it. Now I hate you. Oh, you'll notice it everywhere now. Uh, everywhere you you'll see them everywhere, especially mm-hmm. in daybreak. Yep. Hmm. Seriously, you don't need a library in daybreak. Well, I'll tell you what, they are not getting my first edition copy of Moby Dick. Okay? I'm not yeah. giving that up. Or your first edition copy of War and Peace. Or War and Peace. Which you have in there. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Um, I got a bunch yes. of like old uh 
like guitar player magazines that have like head and monkey from corn. I think I could put them <laughs> system Please of a do. down. I could yeah. put those things in there. Isn't there one with like bucket head to do that word? The, the bucket head. Yeah. 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 Slipknot. Yeah. I've got a couple of those guitar magazines where I learned how to play Slipknot. So maybe I should just put, cause you can leave one. You're allowed to leave one. So listen, chunk of claws may be coming by your house. <laughs> oh, no. Chunk here, here in daybreak. Just know if you get like a guitar player magazine with Slipknot on the cover of it, you know I've been there. You better watch out. You might cry. (laughs) Chunk of Claws is coming to town. Yep. That's right. Wow. Okay. You've you've enlightened me. Thank you for exposing me to this neighborhood, which I... Oh, no. Here we go. Hold on. Does this mean we've covered this topic? I think think so. Bike feedback little library. (laughs) (laughs) I love this set list. (laughs) Homeless scandal. Check. <laughs> oh, yeah. We didn't check that one off. Dunkirk. Peckerwoods. <laughs> Love to Texas. Got it. Love, <laughs> Love to Texas. Texas. Love to Texas. Okay. So, uh, so moving on, I have... Oh, what do I have here? Oh, Kenny mean to his kids. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. Kenny is mean to his kids. It's time for a Kenny rant. Yeah. Everyone buckle up. Are you ready? Okay. Yeah. Chung, I started to tell you this the other day at work because... Yep been really getting on my nerves yeah and i feel like i had to stop myself just a little bit Uh uh-huh i'm having a problem a major problem okay it's it's my children your children yes i have an eight and a four-year-old you're having a problem with your children you say yeah and and i feel like i'm not raising them the right way oh i can guarantee it (laughs) so Are, are you still mad about the youtube videos is that oh, what this is? is? This a, is this oh, by the way, well last by the way, week, by the way, great feedback on that one because everyone agreed with me. And by everyone, I mean four people. People agreed with me that kids watching YouTube's is the worst thing ever. But you know what's worse than that? Yeah, little libraries. And are you're worse calling than it YouTube's? Did I call it YouTube's? Yeah, yes, she you called did. It, he called it the YouTube's. <laughs> <laughs> like you're an eighty-year-old pants shitter. <laughs> kids watching the YouTube's, <laughs> watching those YouTube's. Okay, are we ready? Are we yeah. ready for yeah. this? Okay. Sorry. I always thought I would be the kind of parent that my kids would, you know, know all all the great music. They wouldn't know pop music. They would know music that I love. You're very indie. People may not know this about Kenny. I think many people do know. <laughs> Kenny is really... I grew up playing alternative music on the radio. Yeah. Like I started when I was like 20. Right. Yeah. I'm now old. I've played alternative oh, music on the radio and rock music on the radio my entire life. Yeah. Okay. And he's regularly like, oh yeah, man, I love these guys. I'm like, I've never heard of these guys, and I did this for a living. Who, who the? They're French, man. You wouldn't know. Yeah, Stromae. He's French. Anyways, he's really great too. So, he smokes his cinnamon toothpick that he got at the Maverick. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't know. They're delicious. At <laughs> the Maverick and the YouTube's. Yep. Here's the thing. Uh huh. My kids are just young enough, like just entering that cusp, where I feel like I can expose them to good taste yeah okay and this is why things need to change is because my eight-year-old bless her heart yeah she is so sweet so gentle and loving and she came to me and she said dad can we go see the emoji movie now remember i'm a movie critic Uh uh-huh and the emoji movie is everything that is wrong with movies in fact, they didn't screen the emoji, emoji, emoji movie. <laughs> You're having a hard time. They didn't screen indie. Oh, they didn't okay. screen oh, the emoji, emoji movie. Bony Bear emoji movie. <laughs> YouTube's. So they didn't screen the emoji movie because they knew it would be terrible. And by they, I mean Sony. Yeah. And so I didn't see it, like on mm-hmm. principle. And I'm glad I didn't have to see. You it. You know who taught me about emojis? That guy. This is true. Yeah. 
They're fine to use in but text. But Ari had an emoji phase. Like how artists have a blue phase. Yeah. He only spoke in emojis for like two Gross. and a half years. Two and a half years. I, I, I sung the whole like theme song to Fresh Prince of Bel Air only using emojis. Yep. I'm really good at it. He's good, man. Yeah. He's pretty. He's I pretty skilled. He's skilled. You can go straight to hell. Oh come on! I was 14. Ugh. It was like last year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> so maybe you could go see the emoji movie. I don't movie want to with my daughters. So oh, so they well, so what's the deal? So they wanted you so, to take them to the emoji. So movie they ended up is... they ended up seeing the emoji movie without uh-huh. me, and they're like, "Right, Dad, we'd really like to see the emoji movie again." My four year old's like, "Yeah, I want to see the emoji movie," and I was like, "You already saw it." And they're like, "But Dad, you have to see every movie, and you need to tell people whether it's good enough to see." And I said, yeah. "You know what?" I didn't even need to see that one. And Why that's don't actually you just take them to say you're going to the Emoji movie and then really give them an education on some good cinema and just take them to Dunkirk. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually a good idea. I think that'd be smooth. Yeah, I'm like, we're going to go see a movie <laughs> called... Did you Tricked guys, you. <laughs> you guys love Boss Baby, right? Because you don't have any taste right now. Let's go see Baby Driver. It's yeah. kind of the sequel. There you go, Baby Driver, because it's got baby in the title. Yeah, hey. and so I told my daughter, I straight up, and I've always lied to my kids, when they're like, Dad, didn't you love seeing? And I was like, uh-huh. Oh, I wanted to. You actually just, went to sing? Yeah. And wow. I said, uh huh. And then, and I've actually said this before. I'm like, did you guys like the movie? And my daughter will be like, yeah. And I'm like, did you like it as much as Moana? Yeah, just about the same. And I said, you little liar. And so this continues <laughs> off that story. Yeah. Because they're like, dad, we really want to buy Emoji Movie when it comes out on DV or on Blu ray. And I said, I'll tell you what, we are not spending a dime on that movie. Why not? Why do you hate it? We are not spending any money on this. And then we're watching Secret of Nim later. Yeah, oh, okay. From the 80s. And they're like... With Nicodemus. Right. With Paul Lindus Nicodemus. <laughs> and then they go, Dad, this is boring. And I said, oh, you get over here right now. Uh-huh. You think this is boring because there's not a joke every three seconds? I'm like, this is quality 80s fantasy filmmaking. Listen right to what he's saying, girls. <laughs> and, and then they're like, but Dad, Mom took us to... Emoji movie, and her boyfriend said he really liked it. And I was oh, like, no. and I said, "Do you know what?" Oh. I said, "Do you know Did you what?" You say it's because the boyfriend was drunk. <laughs> yeah, basically. I said, I grabbed her by shirt, and I said, "You know what?" Her boyfriend lied to you. <laughs> Did you really grab her by the shirt? No, I, I didn't. think that's assault. That's my kid. Okay. Um, no, but I was like, her boyfriend lied to you, and she's like, what? And I'm like, hey. We're going to start watching good movies soon. It's just about time. Uh-huh. And now that she's eight, I think it's time to expose her to the great filmmaking education that that I was. And yeah. Outside of like Friday the 13th yeah, and so Nightmare like on Elm Street. Yes. Mm-hmm. Goonies. Yeah. Never Ending Story, Labyrinth. We'll start there. E.T. We'll, we'll sucks. Watch Don't show me E.T. Yeah, E.T. 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 the worst thing we'll ever watch E.T. You oh, have to watch E.T. No. Take it easy. When E.T. was a powdered donut and was, was about <laughs> to die, I was like, yes! Yes! <laughs> wow. I was so excited. That's that's not very nice at all. So much passion. Yep. <laughs> okay, can I go on another rant real quick? Yes. Oh, we've got another. Hold on a sec. You're breaking the. Uh, I don't know oh, if it's on the list. Can I? Can you add it to the list? Oh, by the way, so I'm making my kids watch Fight Club next week or Seven or something like that. Yeah, we'll, seven. we'll see how it goes. No, Seven is good. See, yeah. girls, it's her head in the box. <laughs> What's that in the would box, be good, Dad? Yeah. It's, That's it's, what he says too. What's in the box? It's Gwyneth Paltrow's head. That was his. Oh, spoiler Isn't alert for something? seven. <laughs> Isn't that something? Now, next time you're angry at your sister, this That's is why. Wrath. This Listen is why you don't shack up with the wrong boyfriend. <laughs> you're eight. 
So, okay, okay. So I can I cross this one off then? No, because I have a second part to this. Oh, so this part and by one. the way, I don't want this, this to seem <laughs> part, like part, I, part, one. part one. I wonder if I should use a Roman numeral. <laughs> I. Roman it's, numeral. it's daybreak. I'm sure they'd be fine with that. All right. So I don't mean this to be like a rant against any like co-parents out there, but I'm going to do it. Okay. <laughs> because oh, no. boy, have I been frustrated lately. Yeah. There, so there's a lot of crap going on. Like when you get divorced and when you're like me and you're really passive and you're like, no, things are hunky dory. Like, oh, uh, things are great. Everything's going to go fine. And then when something goes so poorly that like everything goes poorly. Okay. Just to back up a little bit, I'm selling my car tomorrow. Uh-huh. The Corolla coaster will no longer be mine tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. I think it's because you got rid of one of the haunted spoons. Oh my gosh, we haven't even talked about oh, that. Yeah, I think that's why that. everything's okay, we'll going get horrible this. in your life. Do I need to make an amendment? Yeah, after this story. An addendum? Yeah, addendum. <laughs> so I go uh, to my ex's house to yeah. go hang out with the girls Okay. last night. And I park the car in the driveway, I go inside, and generally she's like, okay, I'm going to take off, I'll be back at like 9.30. I'm like, cool, take time, we're just going to hang out, whatever, I'll put him to bed. And she leaves, and two minutes later, comes back in, and she goes, um, uh, I backed into your car. And I said, excuse me? She backed into the, your the, car? The day before you're... The day before I'm get, um, getting trading you, it in. Did you, did, you I'm trading turn, it did you turn to your daughters and go, mommy's drunk too? <laughs> no. No. All right. And I go, what? And I I, I almost lost it a little yeah. bit. Okay. Just because of recent things. And I was like, what? And she goes, yeah. Uh, it's just, I, I backed into the side mirror on uh-huh. the passenger side. Um, and, and then something broke off. And I was like... And I said, I'm literally getting rid of this car tomorrow to trade it in to get a new car. And then I was like, and I looked at it, and then she's like, I'm so sorry, I'll pay for damage. And I was like, was you know she what? cool about it? Or was she like, sorry? <laughs> Essentially. And then he said, oh, super glue. Like, super glue is going to fix this. Oh, it'll fix it. It's the Corolla Coaster, yeah. And it, it. And it did. Fine. And in fact, so. The Corolla Coaster got destroyed by like a 90-year-old drunk guy. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I was fuming for a little bit. And then my daughter, bless her heart, she was like, Dad, you know it's just a mistake, and you always told me mistakes are just—they're not done on purpose. And I go, "Yeah." I go, "You know what? You're right. Um, Mom's just a really bad driver." And she goes, <laughs> "Huh?" And I go, "Let me tell you a story." So no, I didn't really tell her the story because I would never do anything to defame uh, uh-huh. their mother in their eyes. But, but, but you are say, you going like, to tell a story? Just now? Let like, me tell you guys the yeah, story. Okay, yes. <laughs> oh, we're getting a good story. Okay, <laughs> we're actually getting a good real story about the inner workings of the spook alley that is Kenny's life. <laughs> When my co-parent was 16 years old, uh-huh. just learned how to drive for like two months, was driving to her family's car. Yep. It was, an, it was a manual transmission. Okay. Yep. And so she was in Farmington yeah. and uh, she's coming up to a stoplight and she goes, she had this brilliant idea. And by the way, I used to think this story was endearing. Now I look at it and I go, that's a nightmare. Okay. All right. Sorry. I am. I don't mean to be this rude. No. I'm do sorry, it. everybody. Do it. I don't mean yeah, to. Do it. Offense. Come on, Kenny. Be rude. <laughs> be rude. Do it. Wipe them out. All of them. So she gets in her mind and she's just about to the stoplight. Yeah. And there are cars in front of her. She gets in her mind. She says, what if I was an amputee? What if I only had one leg and I was driving a, a stick shift? What? 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 Mm. And I had to pop the clutch and I had to drive a stick shift with one leg. And mm. she goes, I'm going to try that. So she puts her left leg under her bum, like folds it underneath, just like I am now. Okay. And she's driving only with her right leg. 
And so she's uh, trying to stop the car and uh, crashes. Of course. Like violently into the car in front of her. And that car crashes violently into the car in front of them. Yeah. And so she causes the pile up at this point. Mm -hmm. Okay. She was like, oh shit. Right. Mm -hmm. So you, you hear the story and you're like, oh, that's adorable. I'm going to marry her. Here's the thing. I heard about this story first from my sister and brother-in-law at the time. Yeah. Because they were, they were on their, their way to my dad's funeral. Okay. <laughs> what? Really? Yes. That same exact moment, they were on their way to my dad's she funeral. Did not. And, and my ex crashed into them. And so we're like, where have you been? Oh, my oh, God. Oh, they, they said, some stupid girl crashed into us. My brother in law was pissed. And then it's funny because, you know, then when I eventually we started dating, I was like, that's a funny story. <laughs> what a crazy thing. And uh, did so, you ever tell him? Oh, no. They, oh, they knew. Oh, okay. They were basically like, you really want to, you want to date her? And I was like, yeah, that's, that's great. And at one point, did you go, my girlfriend was drunk. <laughs> and it's funny because she didn't tell anyone that she was acting like an amputee. She didn't tell the right. police or any, her parents or anything. Yeah. She just said she got distracted, but she was acting like an amputee crashed into- while driving. And so then, you know, all the way back to now, yes, I wanted to tell my kids, mom's a bad driver, but I, I was like, oh man, I could just, I know that inside. Yeah. But. I I, I I can promise you this. When I get the new vehicle, which is probably by the time this airs. Yeah. Oh, you'll have it by yeah. the time this airs. I will never park in that driveway. No, no. Ever. I'll probably park down the street. Ever, I think you should hide your car. <laughs> because it doesn't really seem... In as much as I seem to be a magnet for wackos in movie theaters, yeah. Yeah. you are a magnet for parking your car in places and having people just run into stuff. <laughs> hey, it's happened so many times. And I'm parking it crazy. No, you're in a legal parking spot, but people still find a way. <laughs> Somehow you could have like again, 30 cars on either side of you and someone would still crash into yours. Yes. So do you really think this is because of the haunted spoon? I was going to say, I blame the spoon. Well, things haven't been going good since. And yeah. Well, I mean, they're you probably- burned out your Mac charger. Yeah. Okay. That went dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, your, your uh, co-parent hit your car. <laughs> <laughs> on purpose maybe uh, maybe i would probably be willing to bet so, so we're at work the other day and for everyone that saw the facebook post and i would probably be willing to bet that it, she didn't right do it on purpose. thank you yeah so kenny's gonna hate this episode so bad tomorrow. so bad <laughs> so we were at work and i'm not doing all this editing <laughs> and, and we were telling scary stories up in our little meeting room upstairs uh-huh. and brian the hippie comes up uh-huh. And Brian's just real passive and he's like, hey, and he also He's got a big ginger beard mm-hmm. huge because ginger he's beard. been kissed by fire. Yeah. He's like Jeremiah Johnson if Jeremiah Johnson smoked weed all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's Brian, right. you doing okay today? I'm on mushrooms. <laughs> True quote. Yep. That happened. So he. Can you tell? We're telling scary stories and we start talking about this spoon. Yeah. And everyone should know the haunted spoon. When and all of our spoons have kind of ended up, thankfully, at other people's homes at this yeah. point because. I gave mine to Greg. They've only caused mischief. What are you talking about? I had to move. Yeah, you had to, we move. had to move. I left it at a former workplace, and I believe... So why is it when the Amityville family goes running and they have to move, it's like a movie, but with me, it's a slight mischievous problem? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I should have made it more extreme. <laughs> it was extreme, man. <laughs> Those mischievous <laughs> ghosts. A mis- a slight mischievous a problem. Slight. Like a little leprechaun came in. Ha ta ta ta! Let's cause some mischief. <laughs> so, by the anyways, way, that was Matt Damon in the wall. But. Yeah, it was <laughs> so bad. So I, we're sitting there talking about the spoon. We can go into the history of the spoon maybe during Halloween. I yeah, think we maybe, should. We'll yeah. do it. We'll wait. But then Brian goes, 
I'm like, man, I would want to, I want to give this up and I'm going to give it to Castle because I talked to Castle a while about it. Yep. But you know what? I don't want to get a new car this week and then have to, because I've been keeping this spoon, spoon in my trunk and right. I cleaned up my trunk, except for the spoon was the only thing left in my car. Well, because you can't throw it away. No. Right. Or, can't that, throw that's it away part or, of the curse. You can't sell it and you can't throw it away. Once you get it, yes. it is yours. It is bound to you until someone willingly and takes it as a gift. You know me. Like, I'm pretty skeptical, but I, I've seen just enough to really be superstitious. Yeah. Just after all the stuff that's happened, I, I wouldn't. It, it fell off the counter at your old place of work. And then about 60 people got fired, like, the next day and broke. Or the, the spoon broke. Yeah, it, it yeah, wasn't okay. good. And it now there's, good. like, two vacant floors. Yes. Of that same job? Okay. Yeah, rest in peace. So, basically, I was sitting there. I'm like, I'm going to give it a castle. I just need to see him quick. And then Brian goes, I'll take it. And I was like, R- R- really? I, I, <laughs> really? And you guys go, no. Brian. <laughs> I leaned over to Mr. Dunn and I said, don't you dare. Don't you dare. <laughs> and he goes, no, I don't believe in any of this crap. I'll take yeah, it. Yeah, Brian said, like, Brian said, Kenny, you know, I don't, I don't believe it. Kenny, please don't do this. Tim Hemingway said, please don't do this. Please don't do this. And so I ran out to my car and said, Brian, follow me. And I go, and Spinari, you were on the phone. Yeah, and Morgan I, was there. Jess I was, was there. Screaming, "Do not you guys bring were it in the building!" I go, I go, guys, guess what? Guess what? I'm getting rid of the spoon. And they said, "You better not bring that in this building." God, don't you dare. Uh huh. And what happened? Brian brought it back in the building. You let him. He took it in the building. People were mortified. He held it People over his head like it was there. the Stanley Cup. People were like, "Uh, I, I can feel that from here. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like pure evil." Get Morgan, that thing out of here. Morgan sent me a message on our on our little chat thing that we have and goes, "Half my body feels funny. Only half." Like, people were freaking out because you did this. And he's holding it like it's a so Stanley Cup. We gave him, and by the way, it's like barely holding. I don't holding. know if you noticed, but I went to a different part of the building. I know. When that mm-hmm. was, oh, I, was I noticed. Like, no, I'm out of here. And so, but I full on gave it to him. We went out to my trunk and I said, now, Brian, do you accept this gift? Because I, I'm offering this gift to you. Do you accept this spoon? And he said, yeah, uh, sure. And I said, uh, then it's yours. This is now yours. Yeah. I full on, like, I made sure it was organized in what I was saying. <laughs> and then you're like this is on your head i said no i said look if he dies it's on you if anything goes wrong it's on you it's mm-hmm. but it's not because do you know why people are doing stupid look brian has been doing stupid things because he goes <laughs> so uh last night i was uh, i opened up the spoon and he, we he said opened what? the spoon and the death sheets and mm-hmm. he said i was just about to eat cereal with the spoon he was trying not to eat cereal with it, but it was glued to the pillowcase and so he said it was too much effort yeah <laughs> And he was on mushrooms and couldn't figure out how to get the so And, and I said, that's not okay. I go, please take this off of my head, Chunga, because I'm not the one telling him to do this stupid stuff. I, you gave it to him. He it's, said he's going to give it to his enemies at this point, which is okay. me right now. Um, I'm surprised Brian's still ticking. Can I be honest with you? <laughs> so we may be posting a new graphics designer position. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I'm just afraid you're going to go into your bag. One day after work, I, and then uh, the spoon will be there. I honestly believe it will be. Yeah, because I, th- I so think he'll, I think he'll prank me a little bit. Oh man, I hope not. That thing makes me so nervous, so I uncomfortable. I was so happy to get rid of that crap. Yeah, I don't ever want any haunted stuff ever again. Yeah, no, and I no, don't ever you. want that stuff in my possession ever again. Oh, and Greg has like three of them right now. Well, he Greg goes all the way back with me, all the way back to the early he days, does. and the guys had my six for a decade. Plus, yes, you know, for a long, long, long time, he's had he's had my back, and I can't say enough good about the guy. And he saw everything that was going on in the house, and he said, "Dude, give him to me. I'll, I'll handle it. I'll mm-hmm. take him, and I will find. I will figure out what to do with them." And about two hours later, he's like, "One of the spoons is moving around on its own in my house." Yeah. 
<laughs> There's no one that has a better buffer what than that guy. What have I done? Yeah, and he's, you know, he's a pretty skeptical guy, and he's like, can you hear that? Can you hear that? It's moving right now in my house. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I'm like... <laughs> Dead spot. <laughs> Beep. And I was like... Bye, Greg. It's on you, Greg. Right. The guy who's had my back forever. <laughs> Here, take these spoons, Greg. Whatever. I don't know. I don't know you. That's how happy I was to get rid of those. See? <laughs> Same thing. Same thing with me. Yeah. I actually said to you, I said, hey, are you happy to get rid of the spoon? He's like, Kenny goes, no, no, it's no big deal. It's no big deal. Because you we were walking next to Brian and you turn around and you were like shaking your head like, oh, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. So I think all this stuff is because of the spoon. All the stuff that you're going through. I Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. And yeah. it, it could, uh, it, it, well, you know, I wanted to give a shout out, and now I don't even know if I can give a shout out. Why not? Give oh, a shout no, out. You can do it. You can give a shout you out. You talked about it on the uh, set list itinerary. Yeah. We need to follow well, that I'm set a list. new uncle. <laughs> they can't even listen to this show. They're kids. They can't listen to this show. It's yeah. a podcast. They can fast forward. They can, they, you think hey, they it's can better than yeah. watching the emoji movie. How, better. Far, how far into this are we? So we're an hour in. An hour? Yeah. Okay. We're good. I can, I can, I can tell them to listen, right? Yeah. So, um, so I, I, Tim's got two kids. He's got three kids, actually. Yes. And they're they're all boys, and they're absolutely gorgeous. Tim Hemingway, and he's got his his two older kids, Chase and Riley. And these kids are the two coolest little human beings on the planet. I love them, and they have asked and asked and asked, "Can we refer to Chunga as Uncle Chunga?" Absolutely. So I got two nephews. I got to give them a shout. They, they, you know, they want to be on the show, and maybe we need to have them on the show someday to just pop in and say hi, like we we used to do oh, back in the day with Young Spinard. We'll I did keep, that back we'll in keep the day. it clean though. So what up, Chase and Riley? Shout out to you guys, Chase and Riley, and of course Taylor. Mm-hmm. Uh, love you guys. You guys are awesome, and I can't wait to hang out with you guys and, and have some fun, especially during Halloween. Wait, so you had Spinari on the show a lot? Oh, all the time. I went yeah, by like in the studio. No, he or grew like... up. He grew up in the studio. He yeah. grew up on tour buses. I know, and... but I know like you try to protect him in a way. But like, did you still have him like talking all the time, or was it just kind of mentions? Well, because it was, it was weird because I did try to protect him, but I now I look back and I can see the error in my ways. It's kind of like, hey, <laughs> Moby, can you watch him for a couple of hours? <laughs> Never trust him. He's going to be on a tour bus. He's going to, you know. This happened. Going to be on drinking tea with Moby on his tour bus. Uh, He's bowling for soup. Hey, Chris. Yeah. Guitar player. Chris. Hey, I'll play Tony Hawk. Let's play Tony Hawk. And And next thing you know, you know, Spinari's hanging out with with bowling for soup. I think things turned out just fine. He asked, he told me he was going to pay me $5 to clip his toenails. (gasps) No, that was Chris. That was Chris. The guitar player. Yeah. Yeah. Did you do it? <laughs> no. That. I, I, what I else did he ask I, you to do? I don't remember, Dad. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but he can. He was a bigger guy, and he couldn't bend over couldn't to reach clip his, his own toenails. <laughs> reach his toenails. <laughs> he tried to pay me five dollars to Disgusting. do so. Disgusting. Yeah. Well, he was playing Tony Hawk, and I was like, "Oh, can uh, I? Can I play Tony Hawk instead?" Wait, wait, can, Dad. Can, can, yeah. Can I hear some baby Spinari? Can I? hear Well, this is the. We he used to call the radio all the time, like like yeah. Chase and Riley, no doubt, want to do. Like mm-hmm. you know, the, who? What little kid doesn't want to call a yeah. radio show? Which, right. I promise you, kids, that'll happen. My nephews, my new nephews, that will happen. We'll make it happen. So Chase and Riley, what up? So yeah, Spinari used to do that. I I I don't know if people remember back in the day. We we actually had. Uh, um, when he was little, Santa Claus used to call him. Yeah, and he didn't know he was on the air, but we would put it on the air, and all the all the ladies, you know, before they hated us <laughs> for making fun of their libraries and their bicycles. 
<laughs> they would love little Spinari on yeah. the show. Who doesn't? And so right. yeah, so he you know he would call all the time. He called during the embarrassing moments. We we actually did an embarrassing moments thing. And we we should probably get you some feedback to from call that. and I tell did. an embarrassing moment. Here's the thing: is is I was a young kid, so I didn't realize how many people I was actually talking to you when just I was you're telling, talking to your dad. Maybe it's, it's my dad. And I was like, I'm gonna call it's in. So I, I have an embarrassing story, Dad, and I want to share it on the radio. Okay. And, uh, and so he's like, I'm like, okay, ones. all right, little Spinari, Lordis, okay, Lordis. Let's. We used to call him Lourdes back yeah. in the day. Okay, yeah. Lourdes, let's let's put you on. What's your embarrassing story? And he's like, mm, Dad, <laughs> I love it. Once upon a time, when I was when a long, long time ago, <laughs> last year, when I was uh, in story time with my teacher, I had just ate some teriyaki beef strips. <laughs> oh, teriyaki stop. beef strips. Stop 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 stop, stop! 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 We were reading. Why has Spinari always been thirty-seven years old? <laughs> oh, Dad, I have a very important. Story. No, because that's it's a, I have a very, very important reading time. No, that's what he would do. We that's were reading. His, yeah, I had I teriyaki the, I beef strips. I Why so specific? Some, I had just consumed some teriyaki beef strips. <laughs> They were so good. That was my favorite meal in elementary school. This was second grade. Uh, we were reading Good Fats. No, No David No was the book, which was I was reading No David No. <laughs> I was sitting Indian style. My teacher was reading No David No, uh-huh. and the teriyaki beef strips. I just had wicked gas. <laughs> This is all on the this radio, is so true. and Are I didn't like. I had not dying? heard this. I was <laughs> imagine me sitting in the studio, and <laughs> you know, I'm trying to. I'm trying. I'm understanding full well. Okay, I'm Chunga. I'm trying to do this show. Yeah. There's a lot of people listening, <laughs> and my son. <laughs> Is telling this story <laughs> and yeah. I, it has no comprehension <laughs> of just what he's about to say. <laughs> I had never heard this story before, and he's like, "I ate teriyaki beef strips for lunch, and it was story time, and I was my teacher was reading No David No, and I let the biggest fart." <laughs> and I can't I can't remember what he said. Well, I, I said, and then it, it ended up being a, a silent but deadly one. It was an SBD. And, and That's the, what he said. And then I, I remember SBD. saying, I remember describing the actual fart noise on the radio for what? hundreds yeah. of thousands of people. And I was like, the, the fart noise was more like a. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're sitting it's Indian style. So everything's open. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was it. That was the fart noise. And I made sure to let everybody know that. Everybody in the studio, you know, when you're doing a morning show, <laughs> it's, it's more like an air traffic control tower. Right. <laughs> I mean, it truly is behind the scenes. You'll hear the DJs having fun and doing whatever it is they're doing, but behind the scenes, it's chaos. Oh like, yeah, like yeah. backstage at a theater or like yeah, there's an someone air running in inter- saying, "I've got these notes and it's all that just, kind of thing." You know, there's there's yeah. a, you've got a team of people. There's paper everywhere. It's it's traffic crazy. guys coming in. Hey, I'm doing. I'm coming up next. It's new stories, you've got yeah. guests waiting, and it's it's chaotic. It's really really crazy. And uh, and I've, I'm watching. A, everything stopped. I've got like 12 people standing in the studio, just riveted to the. That <laughs> and so I cleared out. I cleared out kindergarten. I cleared out my whole class. My teacher had the dry heaves. <laughs> this is so true. <laughs> I am here to validate this actually happened. Your teriyaki beef strips. I, I had a silent but deadly fart. And I was dead center. I was dead center because I was so excited for no day would go out of the whole my whole classroom. I was sitting in the middle. Yeah, and I had the. And everybody, all of a sudden, I turn around and everybody is scooted away from me. And my teacher's having a hard time, <laughs> hard time reading. No, David, no. 
<laughs> because she has the drahees for my teriyaki beef strip parts. <laughs> it was pretty embarrassing, Dad. <laughs> this is on the radio. Hope you enjoyed that story, Dad. It's on the radio. I hope you enjoyed that. Will you tell everyone about when you pooped your pants on the mummy ride? <laughs> Son, son, son. Stop talking, stop talking. It's not my kid. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so he would regular. So, I, why why couldn't Chase and Riley call in? And, oh, you know, it could yeah. be worse than that. It could be worse than that. not be worse than that. Oh, uh, that a lot of fun, so. kills me. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh. Um, Dad, teriyaki beef strips. Oh. I don't even so know to this day. I don't know what teriyaki beef strips actually are. Neither. Um, it sounds like bacon strips. Like you've gotten into the pet it's, food or it's something. It's like a beef chicken nugget, but it's pressed flat, and then it's got the fake grill lines in it, and it's got a little bit of teriyaki sauce on it. And it was so good. That was my, gross. It was my favorite meal in elementary school. And after that day, though, I boycotted those. Oh, teriyaki it's, no wonder, it's no wonder why you two are such good friends. <laughs> Away from the show. Yeah. But the beef strips? Well, because I don't know of two people who are more comically awkward and and <laughs> will reveal, you know, stuff that they just shouldn't reveal. Oh, that reminds me. Oh, what? What? I've got... I, I, it shouldn't reveal. Okay. So here's the <laughs> they thing. They reveal stuff that they shouldn't reveal. I have I have a rant that I also want to go on. It's another rant. Another can I go on another, another rant? rant? Can we call this... Can we call this... You're ruining I, my I, set I? list. Can we call this I, I, I? I, I, I. Because it's Roman numerals, numerals three. Oh. Oh. See? Oh, well done. He's a genius. He's a genius. I know. He is a genius. That Mr. Dunn. Guys, I... I, <laughs> I is it lowercase? Uh, no, it's no, it, typically it's, it's, uh, uppercase. Yeah. Oh, like World War I-I? Yes. That it's makes a, perfect sense now. Oh, no. You didn't know? Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> okay, thank you. I'm just waiting to tell this. You yes. know, actually, let's maybe not tell so this story. So you said you have an embarrassing story? I, I is that, is that what rather, you're trying I, to say? You're trying to one-up the uh, teriyaki beef you know, strips? Honestly? I don't know if can. you can. Do you have an embarrassing story? I, it's not. We would like, this mm. is officially a chunga poll. We want your embarrassing stories yeah. on Facebook yeah. and the, and the, and the Pod Goblin group. Mine isn't like embarrassing. It's just something I shouldn't share. And so I'm actually kind of... We call it a Goblin group, but it's the Pod Bash group. I, I should not be sharing this. Yeah. So maybe I won't. Oh, no, come on. No, you can't do that. Dude. Okay, everyone, you already know enough about my life. You might as well know a lot about my subconscious. Dude, you just barbecued your ex-wife on the show. Yeah, I'll barbecue myself again, uh-huh. per usual. Okay, guys, I've been, I've been really been struggling lately. On with what? What do you mean struggling with what? My dreams. With your dreams, well, that happens in middle age. You start realizing, oh, I did not. No, no you can't play in the NBA, Kenny. <laughs> Which I wanted to when yeah, I was twelve. No, that's what I'm saying. No, no, I mean like my literal. Dreams, like when I'm sleeping, like when you're asleep. Oh, yeah, you're having problems with your dreams. Yeah, and okay, I'm single. <laughs> if we can fill in the blanks, single here. Kenny, single Kenny, uh huh, having problems with dreams. Oh, no. Nocturne, are there nocturnal emissions? <laughs> yes, let's call them that. I hope Chase and Riley have stopped listening by now. Chase and Riley, please stop listening. Earmuffs, Don't please. Ask your dad what that is. <laughs> I have a subconscious that works... I need ag- to quit chewing on my pen while doing the show. I'm sorry. <laughs> my subconscious works against me, and I hate it. Okay. For example, when I was married, and I would have certain dreams, and I'd be like, hey, twins are pretty cool. This is great. And then all of a sudden, I'd be like, you know, doing my thing, like, well, hold on. Let's hold on. Getting, getting excited. And then all of a sudden... My wife would show up and she'd be like, what are you doing? I'd be like, yeah, I'm married. I'm not going to complete this dream. 
And then I'd wake up and I'd be So like, you have morals in your so dreams. So yes. you're a good guy in your dream. No, well, I get it's like guilt. Kind, kind the of, guilt oh, comes okay. up. And so, so you're standing there, you're pantsless in a windbreaker with a hood pulled tight around your face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please don't make fan art. Please don't Holy make fan a art. a martini in a wiffle bat. <laughs> a wiffle bat? This is spicy. What? <laughs> and no pants and you're in a windstorm. That Dreams probably, are awesome. No, they're not awesome. Any, okay, so that happened the whole time I was married. So now that Good I'm... Good evening! Now that I'm single, I'm a little pent up. Yeah, Can sure. we just say that? Can we just say that? You're feeling a little Single randy? people represent... You You all you all hear me out there, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Single Kenny. So, hey, single Kenny. Hey. So let's just say... And I'm only going off recent memory here because I often forget my dreams, except for when they're so disappointing I remember them. Mm-hmm. I'm having a dream and I am sitting on this couch and there's this beautiful blonde I'm I'm looking at and we are just Is it Tim? It's Is not it Tim Hemingway? Tim. It's Tim Hemingway. It's not Tim. Although he Tim told me that He's if, a blonde. if I had a dream with him, it would be a night I wouldn't forget. Yeah, so the best <laughs> night of your life. So I was talking to this beautiful blonde and I was like, Oh my gosh, things are gonna happen and we were um about to <clears throat> was that the coitus? Yes. Oh, okay. I was about to earn King Buffet. earning some King Buffet. And then all of a sudden, my brain goes, Hey, Kenny, you're actually having a dream. Uh-huh. So You're not about to, to hit the... Yeah. You're not going to hit so, it and quit it. Sorry. And then I go... And then I kind of go, I got to go back to my home planet. And I wake up. <laughs> and I go... And then I wake up and I'm pissed. And I'm like, Really? Really, wow. dreams? Wow. My morals, they, they got in the way of my own dreams. Yes. And so... I mean, like, this has been happening a lot. Last night, I'm having a dream where I'm making out with this girl, and I'm just like, this is awesome. Things are going great. And (laughs) then all of a sudden, things are going great. Sarah Michelle Gellar walks in. And I was like, Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Buffy the Vampire Slayer. What? Oh, yeah. And I was like, all right, here's my dream come true. Yeah, this is it. It's time to deploy. (laughs) This is going to go great. Uh Uh-huh. Any sort of friction at this point would just be glorious. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. <laughs> I'm so sorry. This is way too much information. Yeah, I hope Chase and Riley have really stopped this. <laughs> <laughs> and then, all of a sudden, Sarah Michelle Geller comes down and sits down and starts talking to us as we're making out. And then I, we all kind of sit what? sit on the bed. We're like, no, this is a great conversation. And I was like... and. In my subconscious me goes, yeah, Kenny, you're having a dream. This is a pretty ridiculous situation. All of a sudden, wake up and I was like, are you serious? Yeah. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. You can do anything you want in a dream. Yes, but my dreams won't even let me. It's not cool. Yeah. I think you may be the only guy that cockbox yourself (laughs) in a dream. Yeah. In a dream. No, I am not happy with it. Guys, Kenny, am I the only one? But Listeners, let me ask. Let me. A- let never me, happened to me. Let me ask you though. Okay. Let me ask you something. Though. Sure. When you woke up, did you have a little ebony going? Wait. A little hardwood. <laughs> huh? I will not. What was your status? I will not dignify. Half staff. I will, <laughs> I will not dignify. Let's just say, I was a uh, sober white guy in his mid thirties at a uh, LDS singles conference uh, when DJ Arrow stops playing. So that's a yes. That's, that's half staff. That's a. <laughs> oh that's, that's at least half staff. <laughs> Lights turn on. <laughs> Chub City. <laughs> oh my gosh. Chub City. Quit chewing on your pen. Sorry. 
It's kind of phallic too. I don't can, know. Can what, we can we cut that out? Can we? I regret no, telling you that. No, you can't do that. I so will leave that in. So does you, anyone else not, have a conscience in their dreams that's like, nope, better not? And I'm like, but dreams this is the is only the place I funny. can. I actually asked Jess this once when Jess was on the show. Mm-hmm. I said, so when you have those kind of dreams, do you do you just do you feel guilty about having those kind of dreams? She's like, oh no, right? No, not at all. She's like, I said, so you do have them? She's like, oh yeah. And I went, did, 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 do you ever realize that you're in the dream? She's like, I'll realize I'm dreaming, but I can just still go for it. What? Like, so she has the ability to somehow just like, yeah, this is a dream, but I'm just going to hit this. Yeah. You she, need to do that, Kenny. See, uh, I'm pushy and I'm going it. back to my home planet and, yeah. and, and I wake up. What is your home planet? Because, you know, you know just like disappear. Is. It's like your, my cell, my cell just kind of go, I it disappear and I <laughs> so, go back to so real, you're saying, real even life. In, in, even in your dreams, you're pulling out. <laughs> you can't. He just smoked his cigar pen. All right, take it easy. I am a genius. <laughs> Can we move on? Yeah. Was that even on hey, the you itinerary? It, you wouldn't. Yeah, it's right here. Kenny's it's the set list. First of all, yeah, I don't think it's remember. Right, Kenny. Sex dreams, Kenny. <laughs> Love to Texas. Dunkirk. <laughs> all right. Homeless scandal. Bike. Middle-aged housewives, little library. <laughs> this Rant, show is the Kenny's, most random show. Kenny's ex. <laughs> it's drinking. Oh no! No. Jason no. Riley. No. Baby Spinari fart. <laughs> Sex dreams. Kenny. Yep, we're good. We are covering all the bases. Boom. <laughs> Setless drop. So baby Spinari fart. <laughs> Dad. <laughs> gets me every time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry you're having those kind of dreams. I know, me too. Do we need to call Dr. Matt and have him? I'd rather not have this conversation actually, with Dr. Dr. Matt. Matt I, I, just, I talked to Dr. Matt like yesterday. Yeah. I should. You should have brought this up. But oh, I why? Hey, hey, Dr. Just Matt. to tell everybody hi, by the way. Actually, I love Dr. Matt. I would actually trust him with this information, as I've trusted thousands of people at this point. But I, what would he you say? Know, I know exactly what Dr. Matt would say. Hey, Kenny, f- you. Why are you bringing this to me? And also, pay me once in a while. Yeah, would, would I hurt you? Maybe, you know, buy me a drink before you f- me? And anytime we go record with him, I'm like, hey, how's it going? It's, it's great to see you. Thanks for being a guest on the show. Um, do you have a free hour real quick to talk? <laughs> would that be okay? Yes, Kenny. I've actually been with Dr. Matt where he's picked up the phone and he's like, and he'll show me Kenny D. <laughs> so... So and what? it's a frowny emoji. That's Aww. your that's your profile picture. Is a, it's big a frowny, frowny emoji. It's a, it's a frowny emoji with Aww. tears. And <laughs> he has emojis for his clients. And he'll answer because you know he he wants to make sure you don't harm yourself. So oh he'll, he'll answer and he'll be like, "Hi, Kenny. Who's bugging you now?" It's my subconscious, so Doctor Matt. It's my subconscious. Your side time. mirror, you say. <laughs> I so, could have hit it with yeah. Buffy. <laughs> anyway, Buffy um, was mine. You know what? I can chalk all this up to yeah. What that you're just so like off kilter lately because you really are, huh? Um, you're a little off base <clears throat> lately. Did you just dab? No, I was doing that. I was threw a dab. Oh, he threw a dab. I saw him throw a dab. Who the hell are you? Off base. Why would I throw a dab? I'm 36, <laughs> and I'm off kilter. Apparently, why am I off kilter? Are people still doing that? That is the, the single dumbest thing I've no. ever seen. I think it's life. last year. It was last year. It's, yeah. uh, it's along uh, with Damn It, Daniel. No, don't yeah. do it. <laughs> Did I look like the whitest guy ever? <laughs> okay, I'm gonna film you. 
yeah. with my new GoPro, you're going to go out and you're going to grab a book out of the little library and, and, throw, then, it dab. <laughs> throw, and then dab. Okay. Deal. Watch me whip. <sighs> Watch me nay nay. Oh, gosh. It's the worst ever. No, actually, Wait. speaking of the worst ever movies, uh, yes. I don't know if you saw this story. Uh, this past weekend was the worst movie weekend in 16 years. The last time we had a movie weekend this bad was 9-11. The weekend of 9-11 was the last time there was a weekend oh this my bad. gosh. I don't know if it was the hurricane. I'm fine, by the way. Oh, you're good? No, you, you, I'm, you I'm good. I, 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 I prepped because I'm a prepper, so I prepped. Hey. Uh, and uh, I just threw the pillows around my house just just to kind of fit in. Yeah, I can, um, <laughs> actually, when there are calamities, people go to the theater because they'd rather kind of escape from the reality. Yeah, they need to escape, right? I think yeah. there's just not a lot of good movies. I, I, is that no, what it is? It's the worst movie weekend in 16 years. Mm-hmm. And that would include Singles Ward and Church Ball. <laughs> so, Dude, don't, don't discredit Singles Ward. Come on. I look. There's not a day that goes by somebody doesn't ask me about it. Right. So, and that's really true. Yeah. No, that's so true. after it, all these years, it was the worst movie weekend in 16 years. It is the worst summer in 25 years. Oh wow, man! So wow. I, I, I have a story here. So, like for example, people may have noticed that I think two weeks ago I reviewed the Hitman's Bodyguard. That was the big release. Yeah. The Hitman's Bodyguard, which was Sam Jackson and Ryan Reynolds. Right. A really just me, like mediocre there's, there's action just flick. Box office guarantee right there. Okay, but guess what? <laughs> it was number one because nothing else was opposing it. And sure. The next last week, nothing. This week, nothing. No, I remember uh-huh. asking you, like, okay, I'm going on a date this weekend with my yes. girlfriend. What movies should we see? See an older movie. And you said, don't see anything. Do right. something else because there is nothing actually coming out. We're not going to get an actual big release until next week uh-huh. when I'll be reviewing it. It okay. is oh, okay. going to do okay. gangbusters because people right. are like. Hey, I would like a new movie out, please. It's crazy. August has become the new February. For, it's really for, awful. Yeah, it's awful. And that's too bad. Why don't they start releasing? Because everybody's... Um, it, it, we've had a kind of a societal shift where everybody's really ready for Halloween in August. Yeah. Have you noticed that? People are oh, ready yeah. for yep. fall. Yeah. Back in the day, because my birthday is August 20th, right? So back in the day, August 20th was still summer. But now everybody's just so anxious for fall. They're so done with summer. Yeah. They, they all the fall stuff is already up by the time it's my birthday. So yeah. why don't they start releasing some scary movies in August and things like so that? So they, they had nobody's ever going to Annabelle Creation honestly was a standout from three weeks ago. Okay, and which, is, which was uh, in August. Awesome okay, movie. There you go. Sure. But I, they, it's almost like they release them pretty early, kind of like you're saying, like you want it earlier. Sure. But then October gets kind of left out in the cold. Mm-hmm. So for example, next week we have it, and then it's kind of quiet throughout October. I mean, we have wow. Medea, Boo, too. There's but, a Medea. There's a Medea. Wait, is that Boo Two by Medea? Wow. Okay. No, but like this whole year, I mean, there has been one true standout this year. Uh huh. Until Star Wars, basically. Okay. So is that what it is? Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman came out of the gates swinging, which you loved, and I was yeah. kind of lukewarm on. Sure. Gal Gadot yeah. was fantastic. It, it was a great i. It was a great idea until it's like, oh, this is a superhero movie now. I could hear the right. gears like the D and D dice rolling. Yeah, you're right. But here's the that. thing: like, it's a year full of sequels, and I know that tip. You know, basically any superhero movie is kind of a sequel at this point. Yeah. But people were so excited to see a a female director, a female lead in this kind of movie. This movie made four hundred million dollars here in the yeah. states alone, yeah. and then four hundred million outside. Because we're the so states. excited to see a female director and a female lead. Honestly, it's kind of rare. 
So and and honestly, it was a great movie as well. Hey, hey, listen, Gal Gadot was fantastic. Yes. The movie was excellent. Chris Klein was even good in it. Chris Pine, and, yeah. Uh, Chris Pine, sorry. Chris Klein, and, who's and, he? Yeah, right. I was thinking of Kevin Klein. He would have been great in it. <laughs> so anyway, I think uh, I think it was great until the end. Yeah, the ending here. was awful. No, but it's it's kind of weird. So there are some stats I have here on this story, and it's like Transformers Five came out this year, wow. and they typically here in the states make about three hundred million, and then yeah. internationally make seven hundred million. Uh huh. Here it only made 132 million, which is low. And that was pretty much on the opening movie. weekend, right? Yes, and that was it. And then we had the Mummy, which was a huge bomb. Huge bomb. But it made 80 million here, which is really low. Internationally, it's at 400 million. Holy wow! So cow. that guaranteed. So they a made their money back, yeah. And then even uh, Pirates of the Caribbean five, which also flopped. It was their first flop. It was their first flop, but internationally, it has made about eight hundred million. Oh, so it's a huge People, international hit. Here's yeah. the thing: the U and I would say this: this summer has been the worst in twenty five years here in the states. Okay. But our international box office has saved is really taken over. Mm-hmm. And hmm. I mean, that's why you have movies like Fast and Furious, which do really well here yep. internationally. Gangbusters. Well, that is one of those things where when you're putting movies together, I, I remember doing this mm-hmm. back in the day when I was trying to put movies together. It was like, well, don't really, you want you want to do well, obviously, in the U.S., but don't really worry about it because your your international will save you. Right. No, no matter what, if you've got a mill budget yeah. or a 10 mil budget, your international will probably save you no matter what, because they'll just eat up anything. Well, I mean, look at last year, we had Warcraft, which is a really poor movie. Terrible. And it made about 45 million here yeah. through its mm-hmm. whole run. China, boom, 500 million. And then they're, so they're going to make a sequel. It's going to be completely Chinese because that's where the market yeah, is. Yeah, that's, that's what makes sense. smart of them. Yeah. Yep. And so it's, it's not a great year. I feel like it's a really dumb idea to not release any big movies in these couple weekends. Yeah. I mean, because they schedule movies out for three years in advance, essentially. Uh-huh. Which is why there's always, like, this big, like, that's, to-do that's, about uh, moving release dates. A lot of times, movies will sit on a shelf. Yes. For up to two years. Yeah. Just waiting for their their place in the, you know, in the lineup to release. Because it's really... Yeah. Uh, speaking of church ball, we were doing church ball. Clint Howard was, was on that set, Ron Howard's brother. And mm-hmm. he was furious because he had just found out they were going to release... Cinderella Man. Oh yes. Uh, and the, he was like, "This is just going to be like terrible. The timing this is, is just going to be awful. This yeah. is just going to be terrible. This should be a winter film. They're releasing it in the summer. Uh, they just wasted all of all of Ron's money. They've just they've just thrown everything away. Yeah. And Isn't it's it all funny about how that, that all works about out timing. That way. He just talked my ear off about it. And sure enough, they released uh, Cinderella Man with Russell Crowe boxing movie. They released it at the wrong time, and it tanked terribly. Yeah. It's a great uh, film. And it's a really good movie, but nobody ever saw it because it released at the wrong time. Yeah. Um, and so they'll they'll sit on movies forever. Uh, Moneyball was one of those mm-hmm. that they sat on. I think it was like three years. I, I, do, think, I do think the market is changing. And I do think it's like it's people still fear the months from January to March. Yeah. And then people also fear um, August and September. But I feel like that's changing now that blockbusters are being spread out, and mm-hmm. even Oscar movies are being a little bit more spread out. They're getting a little earlier in the year. Because, for example, like I do think Dunkirk's a bit too early. Like a July movie is too early. Yeah. But that movie has Oscar potential all the way. Oh, that's a best Easily. picture. If that thing doesn't win best picture, it, it, come on. It you has really to. think when a mo- movie like Dude. Moonlight wins last year that Dunkirk will win? Dunkirk is not shot like a traditional Hollywood movie. No, Dunkirk is genius, and it's weird. Um, not not when you're watching it, it's not weird. But if you if you know anything about writing or it's script the, work or anything like that, it's the entire film is a third act. Mm-hmm. Yes, 
it's a two hour long third act there's no first and second act it's so strange like they just you'll figure it out yes you'll figure it out Fire if you haven't away. seen it already yes yeah and uh and and it actually they actually made it work yeah which i can't yeah, holy crap that must have been hard to do so yeah i mean if people, that's a best picture all the way i hope so if people and that would be nolan's first yeah. uh if people haven't seen or if they're disappointed that i haven't talked about movies in a while it's because well there there have been none yeah, there's just nothing. So we're yeah. we're getting back to it, uh, like with it, with for it, example. It's going to kick in. Yeah, sort of, <laughs> sort of. I mean, and then October has some good ones. November, obviously, there's two or three to see, and then December, and then Star there's Star Wars. Thank you, Doctor Robert Boyden. Boyden Dental. Yes. Yeah. Uh, BoydenDental.com. Doctor Robert. It's Boyden. like you're giving him credit for Star Wars. Well, I kind of am because yes. he invited us months in advance to his private screening. With the lazy boy seats and the whole so thing. Good. So it's oh, Kenny, yeah. Spinari, Shannon, and myself. We all yep. get to go. So uh, I can't wait, man. I don't even have to worry about getting the tickets, anything. Yeah. I don't have to sit with the Peckerwoods making noise. You will. There will be uh, someone there. You're cursed. No, it's closed. It's private. That's true. There's nobody there. I'll annoy mm-hmm. you. Yeah. That's all right. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so that's uh, is it because maybe everybody's staying home? No, I, I think people were just camping people or what? Would see a movie, but they just didn't care to release anything. And I think Game of Thrones has something to do with it. Oh, and, and this is why. This oh, is okay. 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 Because, right. because the cable TV has gotten so good with shows like American Ripper, which is fantastic. Mm. Uh, Westworld is really, really popular. Uh, there's a lot of shows that are just that are on TV or on Netflix, like series for people to binge watch. It's yeah. almost like two hours isn't enough anymore. Okay. You know what I mean? Two no, hours seems short. Point. When you can binge watch all night, when you can sit down with your hubby or your wife or whatever, and you can sit down and then spend an entire evening binge watching something versus watching a two-hour movie, movies seem really short to Dude, me now. I'm you're right. It, it, I'm sorry. Okay. For everyone that hates when we talk about Game of Thrones, this is the last week for about a year or more. Two, because, two years, possibly. No, 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 no. Please don't. Possibly please two years. Please don't. Yeah. Because they put movie money into this series and it, it feels like you're watching a movie in fact the vmas played on sunday uh opposite game of thrones and had a 50 wow. percent drop in why the would they do from that? last year why would they do well, that? well pop music sucks so no one really watches this show anymore this yeah. is true but still i mean against game of thrones like nothing can really compete and, and I by feel the way like not all pop, i like way. pop music but pop music currently currently sucks, sucks. Yeah. currently yes yeah. yes i'm sorry i shouldn't yeah. generalize that much but yeah. you know pop music is still pretty katie perry as and a genre is great headliners but, but when Ta- taylor swift's new song is reigning supreme and megan trainer it's just no right no 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 no. but yeah so um so you're saying that game of thrones was on and the vmas crashed yep totally crashed, crashed. and burned hmm <laughs> I, that doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah. How about that that finale though? Right. Is that just? Oh my gosh. You know, every week on Game of Thrones, Twitter goes crazy and everybody picks it apart, and you have a lot of haters and people complain about everything. Nobody complained about the season finale. Everybody was like, "This no. is the coolest show." I I've did ever yell seen at her. you though. Yeah. Well, at the end of it, <laughs> I it was like you so, can't help yourself. No, I just wanted to see if you were watching. That's all. So we, we were watching the, it live. The end of Game of Thrones, all I did was I sent a text that just said, dude, dot, dot, dot. Yeah. And you went, stop. A big long text. <laughs> stop. You can't talk to me for two hours. Yes. That's what I said. <laughs> and then I was like, if Spinari sends me a text saying, I, I'm going to go crazy. I'm going to lose it. Do you know what happened to me last week? I'm watching this. Sh- I, oh, I'm not even watching it yet. And all of a sudden I get a text that says from a friend that says the dragons. And I was like. Oh no! You just ruined everything. You totally ruined it just by saying yeah. the dragon. No, all I said was, "Dude, 
I, I, character I, I, name no, I well, typically yeah. get a text from you, Spinari, and Morgan going, you better have seen that episode. I'm like, yeah. give me some time. I'll watch it in an hour. You're the movie yeah. critic. Why aren't you watching it live? You should be watching it live. Piracy. <clears throat> oh, so you're not paying, you're not paying, paying for it. It is the most pirated show in, yes, in all of the world. Yeah. You mean you don't want to contribute to art, Kenny? I buy the Blu-rays every time they come I did pirate the Good Conor man. McGregor Mayweather fight, by the way. Yeah. I did. It was a, why? It was a bad why would you? Fight. Yeah, I mean, like, why would you even watch it? Yeah, I well, I was trying to pirate it, and it was getting shut down and getting shut down, and eventually, eventually, Luc Besson in France said, "Hey, we've got a Studio Canal feed going. If really? you want to go, yeah. Oh, that's funny. Here you go. So we we watched it through Twitter through a Studio that's Canal. That's great. Feed. Yeah. <laughs> so it was pretty awesome. So All thanks rounds. to my friends in France. Yeah, yeah, and, and it was it was actually great, except for that I had this going the whole time I'm watching the McGregor fight. It's like. So whoever the French guy was, he's swearing on on air. Yeah. Well, it wasn't. Uh, he, he was. I think he was commentating. About how much money he was losing because the commentators were in English, and so he was trying to help, and he was commentating like this. <laughs> really, really breathy. Yeah. Salut. No, that's what he was doing. Oh, it was okay. weird. It was really, really weird. But it was, it was, uh, it was kind of like that's okay, worth it. I, I will pay for Game of Thrones. I will pirate the McGregor fight. Okay. Yeah. I'm not paying for that. Right. But you really should pay for the Game of Thrones. Well, I do. That, I, that finale was fantastic. I, I buy the Blu-rays every time they come out. I just don't. Have oh my gosh. Yeah, you know what I have to do? Because we may have to wait two years, depending on the weather. So someone on the group said a year and a half at this point. It's November of 2018. Yeah, I, I saw an, an, but it looks an official fan looking fan poster. Posters, That's what I was going to. Yeah. It looks no, very official saying fake. November next year. Because here's the thing. This we don't is, know. They're doing only six episodes next season. I can't say next year Yeah, they're anymore. an hour and a half each. But they're an hour and a half each. And they, they're probably throwing $20 million per episode mm-hmm. into this. Easily. And so they're making six mini movies in the span of a year. Like, that's almost mm-hmm. too much to ask for. Well, the, And so I'm here, really depressed. I have the official word. Oh, okay. do you? Yeah, please. This, nope, this is please? the official okay. word. Okay. This comes from HBO. They're saying the production has not begun. Okay. And it really they could they could launch as early as spring of next year. Oh, um, but it's most likely going to be late summer of 2019. Oh no! Most likely because they because winter has arrived. Oh, winter is and here, and so there are no warm areas to film in. So they may have to film it in chunks. So they'll have to film, and then they'll have to go somewhere else and but film. But the whole thing's going to be taking place during winter. Everything's in the winter, but they it's a matter of time. Yeah. And can the weather hold out while they're filming? If the weather breaks, it's not going to work because it has to be consistent, right? Yeah. So oh, they don't so know. Tough. They don't have any idea. So they, th- most people are saying, most of the critics are saying, it's going to be late summer of 2019. In fun fact, actually, I interviewed at FantasyCon one of the, the guy who played Fen Warg in like season three or four. Mm-hmm. The guys that were um, fighting... Uh, the, everyone fighting at the wall, basically. Right. And it was a winter scene, but they just digitally put in snow. It yeah. was actually summer, but they wear about 50 to 60 pounds of fur. Yeah. Real fur. Even in summer. Yeah. Like, it yeah. was a nightmare. And then but, they, they CGI in the snow. Yeah. 
and I've done work. But that the dragon's way where, not CGI, right? No, that's right? real. No, that's, okay. no, that's real. That's real. Um, no, I've actually worked on film where they're going to be adding snow, and they'll say to you, "You need to squint more because snow's going to be hitting your face." Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's ninety degrees. Yeah. No, you need to be squint. And 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 uh, the movie Forever Strong. Yeah. I'm. It's the middle of July. We're filming, right? We're filming in the middle of July. Everybody has dark suntans, but then they had to do reshoots, and so we had to go back in November. Oh. To the very same football field where we filmed there goes this your tan. at like three o'clock in the morning, and it was snowing outside. So when you're watching, what? when you're watching Forever Strong, and you see me and and uh, and Brian doing the uh, doing the sports commentating, and it cuts to the summer, it was literally six months after they had shot all of that. So wow. okay, and they did they matched up the light and they put phony because everybody's like you're so tan, you're so tan in that movie. I'm like yeah because they had just slathered me with like shoe leather oil or something like that <laughs> to try and make us look because it was about three. It was literally three o'clock in the morning and it was snowing outside and we were sitting there in golf shirts trying not to freeze. Wow, that's just what they do, yeah. right? But game of for whatever reason this time they they have to have real snow to shoot in. And I know they've been trying CGI to do more snow. practical effects as yes. we've seen through the past couple episodes. It, a lot of it is practical, so I don't know if that's the it's reason. It's because or... the armies are running in the snow and you can't replicate that CGI and you okay. can't have enough fake snow. And there's going to be big battles with the White Walkers and yep. all of the different armies and everything. So they have to have real huge big open areas with snow. Two years? Okay. I mean, that's... It may be for George years. R. Martin to actually finish another book? I mean... I don't I, think he'll be around by then. I don't think he will be either. Yeah. Uh, you know, gotta finish. I think it's probably going to be later than sooner. The people at HBO are saying it's probably going to be later than sooner. However, if everything holds out, we might be able to launch this thing early. So who knows? I think they're anxious to get it wrapped up, to be honest with you, because yeah. of all the money mm-hmm. and because of everybody's commitments to film, because these guys are all big stars. I really hope else. they do a spinoff. I hope they make a spinoff. Oh, you know they're going to. I The depression people are going to go into. You guys even told me, you're like, if we if we have to go two years, we're starting the this we're starting the no, whole well, series. No, well that's what I'm saying. I think yeah. we're From gonna start. start. I think I'm gonna restart it and just yeah. watch it again because even now they're referencing characters as they're wrapping up the series. Mm-hmm. They're referencing characters uh, that from, I can't remember, even from the first season. I don't remember. Them. Yeah. So okay. uh, I I may have to go back and start. It's all not over a bad again. idea. Yeah, it'll be cool. So uh, so anyway, uh, thank you everyone for listening to the show. Thank you to the cyclists. Thanks for letting us rib you and, and give you a hard time. Yes. I hope you uh, you know understand that we're just teasing. It's all in good fun. We don't want anybody to die or get hurt. And please be safe. And the same goes for the runners. And the little the little library thing though that's too much. <laughs> but, uh, that's where we draw the line. But uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Everybody, go check the news stories on the homeless. Listen to all of our great shows, if you would, please. Um, so many good shows. Addict to Athlete, Life on the Rocks, please. Are Greg's we prepared Guide. yet? Are we prepared yet? Speaking of that, Houston, you know, I'm, I'm rapidly becoming a, a very big advocate for prepping because you yeah. never know... You need to be a prepper until it's too late. It's crazy, yeah. So, and Houston is a prime example yeah. of that. So, listen to are you are we prepared yet? Park That's a great hoppers, show. Park Wisps, hoppers. Yep. Mm-hmm. A run cast, bacon cell. If you want to listen to that, you it's know, bacon cell. Ticked. We got a ton of great shows. Ticked is uh, is phenomenal and doing very very well as 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 well. So, anyway, thanks everybody. Be checking into podbash.com. There's something new happening every single day. And until the next one, peace.
This is the Radio Ronin Show on podbash.com.